right, so that was the uh, North Forney Choir that was giving you that the national anthem. Very nice job. The Falcons are in all blue. I don't think it's their new uniforms, though. Um, the new uniforms have wings on the shoulder pads, and I don't those think... Those are. Those are the new uniforms. Oh, they are? Yeah, okay. The, the wings are they're a blue, so they kind of blend in with ah, that blue Ah, gotcha. But those are okay. definitely the new uniforms. Yeah, I'm glad you kind of pointed that out. Uh... Although I pointed it out wrongly, but ah, I pointed okay. it out. It's okay. I'm glad you did because I was gonna I was gonna say something tonight going into it. Uh, those the uniforms remind me a lot of TCU's. Yeah. You know the the way the numbers are and just kind of way the uh, even kind of the color, not not the same color, but just the the way that it's like they are purple. The Falcons are blue. Uh, the helmets are definitely reminiscent of Oregon. Oh, for sure. Uh, they're chrome no helmets with the, the wings. You know. Uh, that's that's what the guy they it's a, they got a they got a blue helmet and a black helmet both with chrome wings on it. Uh, they'll, it looks like they'll wear the black helmets with their white uniforms, and they'll wear their blue helmets with their all blue uniforms. Uh, the numbers look like to be a little bit of a silver maybe, uh, silver with black trim, and they'll have blue pants uh, with black trim on them as well, and blue socks all around. The Spruce Timberwolves will be in their white jerseys with red trim and red numbers. And they will have red pants with a solid silver stripe down the side. And they will be wearing red socks as well with a silver helmet. So, uh, nice, nice little color scheme we got going on tonight. Yeah, for sure. Now, something, you know, again, this is my first year covering North Forney football. And so, a lot of these schools I haven't seen just coming from Louisiana. But the roster size of Spruce looks to be considerably less than that of North Forney. Um, now, Spruce, if I'm right, is a 5A school. Uh, they play, obviously, over uh, in schools with other Dallas – in a district with other Dallas ISD schools. But um, looks like they have a little bit smaller numbers than uh, North Forney does. So. Yeah, and uh, don't forget, we will have the text toy up and running. I'm trying to think that's Young Ideas, the Young Ideas text toy. So if you want to text something in, ask us a question or tell us how we're doing or say, man, that pregame show was horrible. <laughs> we will agree with you on that. That was a technical uh, technical issue, but we did get it figured out. Apparently we're good and smooth now. So it took some some redneck ingenu ingenuity, and uh, neither one of us are like scholars or anything. Well, the good thing is, is they probably didn't hear most of the pregame show because we weren't connected, so that kind of, <laughs> you know. <laughs> this, uh, this is true. Glass half full, you know. Anyways, that, that text toy number is 469-355-0362, and that, of course, is the Young Ideas uh, text text line. So text us in. Let us know how it's going. Uh, for North 40 will receive. They'll be going left to right across the radio dial, and Spruce will be kicking off. There is a bit of a breeze coming from what is about the south. It's a short kick, and this one's going to go out of bounds. So North 40 will start out with great field position here. Looks like it went out right at about North Forney's uh, 25, 24, uh, 26 maybe. So uh, they'll get, like you said, well, some real good field position there. Uh, I do want to apologize to Soul Man's Barbecue for that wreck of a pregame show. They are the ones that sponsor that. So I definitely got to apologize to them. They are, man, they're excellent hosts and sponsors. Uh, of course, they, they host the, the Falcon Spirit Night on Monday night. And, man, they're, just so, they're such gracious Incredible. hosts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so definitely go out there. Give those guys a, a, a look when you go out there and just tell them that you heard about it right here on KFNY Sports. You heard it up, up, about it on the broadcast. And, you know, get a soul bowl, get some barbecue, get some sausage or at least while you're out there. So North Forney will decline that penalty. And what that means is Spruce will back up and kick this one off from the 30-yard line. 
I think North Forney wants a chance to return this one here. <laughs> I don't blame them. Man, I think North Forney knows what their offense can do, what they're capable of. They're going to actually right. now move the ball up to the 35. And so make them kick it again. Back to receive for North Forney. You have number 20, Corey Johnson, who has done most of the return duties, as well as number four, Corey Mayfield. We haven't got to see North Forney do a whole lot of kick returning this year because their defense hasn't given up many. On the reverse, it looks like Mayfield who will take it around the right side. He'll cut back, but he's met right before he gets to the 30-yard line. They had some space, but he just had to make one or two men miss. He couldn't do it, and so North Forney will start out just a yard shy of the 30-yard line at the 29, and we'll get to see Colby in the first-team offense for the first time tonight and the first time at home this season. I think Corey Johnson actually had some room, but they wanted to try the reverse, I think, to just kind of throw the, the special teams off a little bit for Spruce. So not a bad idea, though. Now Spruce has to be prepared for that, you know, every kickoff return. So uh, you're right, Kobe Suits and company are on the field. They'll be starting at their own 29-yard line. Uh, kind of a bunch, not really a bunch formation. The two receivers to the, light and two, two to the left and right, they're close to each other. They're going to throw a little... Flare pass out to Ribeiro running to the left flat, but it's thrown short and incomplete. I bring up second down and 10. Uh, we're used to seeing the receivers line up real wide. That's how they lined up, two, two, two to each side, but they're real close to the, to the rest of the formation. Now they're going to spread out, two to the far left, and Jordan Carroll down here outside the numbers on the right side. Now they're going to hand it off to Ribeiro. He's around the right side, breaks the tackle, across the 35, spins away from another one, falls ahead across the 40-yard line, and that's good for a Falcons first down. You know, that first play, we hadn't seen that yet this season, that little dump pass to uh, one of the running backs, this time to Ribeiro. I'll take it a step further. We didn't see that at all last year. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. We, we haven't seen a, a, running, a pass to a running back at all. I think it, it, it that could work, though, once they get some of the kinks worked out. And now they've got four receivers to the left side. They're going to throw it out there real quick. It's complete. It looks like Barrel on the reception. He caught it behind the line of scrimmage, but he makes his way all the way out across midfield, and that's good for another Falcons first down. A bit of a wrinkle here, first couple of uh, first couple of plays for the Falcons. They've thrown some couple, couple of different looks at us. That's about a 16-yard gain in all from Suits to Barrel. So they're moving the ball very well. The Falcons are back to the line of scrimmage again quickly. If you haven't caught a North Forty game yet this year. Their offense moves fast. Now they, they fake the handoff and the end around to Barrel, cutting back back to the middle of the, the formation. And he was he was met a couple yards deep, but he was able to, to scrap and fight his way back to the line of scrimmage. And the offense doing some substitutions, but they're once again back up to the line quickly. I mean, this, these snaps are happening uh, 10 seconds or less, man. It's crazy. Suits again in the shotgun. He's got Ribera to his left. And the H-back also to the left side of the offense. He'll fake the handoff. Now he's looking, looking over the middle. He's got a man, and he's going to air this one just a little too deep. The intended receiver there was Corey Mayfield. He had a step on the defender. I think Kobe just let that one get a little bit away from him. He'd like to have that one back. They put a little bit more protection uh, around him for that play, and he had the time. Just the ball sailed out of his hand just a little bit. So Kobe in the offense, back to the line of scrimmage again. That's how it's a third and ten. First time they faced a long third down. So far in this game, Colby facing pressure. He's going to roll out to his right. Looking downfield, looking downfield. He's got a man. He throws it to Carroll, and he fights off the defender and makes the catch, and he's taken down at the 21-yard line. What a play by Jordan Carroll to go up and get that one. Wow, and just the patience from both sides, from quarterback and receiver, to let that play develop and stay focused. It could have been easy for Suits just to tuck it and run or just to throw it away, but he let the progressions work. Great job. Patience and trust to trust Carroll to bring that one down. Handoff up the middle, Ribeiro breaks the tackle at the 15, still on his feet, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Falcons! Calvin Ribeiro on the touchdown. 
for North Forney. He made that one look quite easy. Took that one up the middle, broke the tackle, and then it was good blocking actually on the outside. Jordan Carroll, who just had the nice third down catch, uh, turned around and had a nice block to seal that, that corner and gave, gave Rivera a nice, easy touchdown run. Now really, Oliver Bear's run so far in that offensive uh, progression there, he really wasn't contested much, you know, past 12, 13 yards. And the extra point is up and good. So just, uh, just under a couple of minutes here played North Forney in typical Falcon fashion this year, scores quickly, and they lead the Spruce Timberwolves 7 to nothing. Let's step away. We'll be right back. You're listening to KFNY Sports and True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, 7-0 with 10-21 to play in the first quarter here from Citibank Stadium. Homecoming for your North Forney Falcons. It was a pretty commanding drive down the field for Colby Suits in the offense. Now we get to one of the more uh, entertaining aspects of North Forney football, and that is the kickoff. <laughs> they do a lot of onside kicks. They've done it the first two weeks, and they don't care if you know it's coming or not. They will still try to attempt it. they got what looks like two kickers, and they're going to do it again. Bounces near the 50. Carroll picks it up in an onside kick <laughs> recovered by North Forney, and it's almost comical now at this point. No shame by Coach Jackson, but what's interesting is Spruce wasn't even lined up in a way that you know, for the onside kick. You know, some of the teams we've seen that they've kind of done kind of a, a hybrid of both, set, you know, but Spruce looked like they were ready for something deep. Well, you know, it's, it's really – I've never really seen it this way, but it puts a lot of stress on your kickoff return team because if you line up in your normal kickoff return with a couple of guys deep or behind the 20-yard line, then North Forney has the numbers to, to onside kick it. They can go to either the left side or the right side. They kind of run two guys at the ball like they're both going to kick it, and you don't know whichever way it's coming from, so you can't line up that way. So it's a very interesting look every time they go to kick off. Another interesting offensive formation. They throw it out to the left side real wide, breaking a tackle across the 40-yard line, still on his feet. Finally brought down near the 30-yard line, and that is Corey Johnson. They had three receivers at that side. They threw it to the, the furthest receiver back. The other two blocked. And a nice, another little wrinkle that we haven't seen yet, and it works again for another first down. We're seeing more screens than, than we've seen so far in the first two weeks of the season, which is a neat dimension to add for the Falcon offense. Well, they, instead of three receivers to the left, it's two receivers and one offensive lineman. They only have four offensive linemen in the middle of the formation. This time it's thrown to their right side, and that's Jordan Barrow who gets inside the 20-yard line, or Jaden Barrow inside the 20-yard line. Another first down. So the, the formation that they're running is, and it looks like Spruce is calling a timeout because they just have no idea how to cover this. 10.06 to play in the first quarter. We'll take a step away while Spruce does. 
And we'll be right back here on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I have seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost-effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Go Falcons. Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge. All right, 10.06 to play here in the first quarter. North 40 took the opening possession, 71 yards down the field for a touchdown in less than two minutes. Now they've turned around after getting an onside kick for the umpteenth time this year. <laughs> They've already taken it down inside the 20. Man, we like you were, you were kind of talking off air that they've, they're running some formations and, and doing some things that we haven't even seen. I mean, they're definitely digging deep in that tool belt. We talk about different tools they have in their belt. They're digging deep in it. And, and, you know, they first started out with the, the, the receivers close to the formation, and now it's the, – then they spread them out with an offensive lineman out there with one of them. Now they're back to their normal formation, which is two receivers to the left, one to the right, with an H back to the right side of the offense. Colby in a shotgun. Now he's going to look to the sideline get a different call. He's got Ribera to his right. He takes the snap. He's going to roll to his right. He's looking, looking, looking. Cuts up field. Got a man wrapping him up, and he's going to be taking him down for a sack. A loss of two, three on the play. Maybe even four. Colby had a lot of time, but he just didn't have anybody open that time. It was to the short. He rolled out to the short side of the field, and that really limited his options there. Looks like the Spruce coaching staff is making some adjustments, especially on their coverages. So it'll be interesting to see how the Falcons attack that. I'm going to bet you that before too long we're going to see some a heavy dosage of Calvin Ribera. I agree. Suits looks throws into the into the slot or into the slant across the <laughs> middle of the field to Barkley Ford that big big tight end wide receiver hybrid and man he just went up and snagged that one out of the air. He's definitely got size on number eight for the Timberwolves, who's kind of man to man on him. That is Brian Mathis. And we got a handoff up the middle of Ribera's, and we wrapped up. He might be just short of a first down. The first down marker is the eight-yard line of Spruce, and they're going to come up short. Oh, actually, four, almost four yards short. So it brings up fourth and four now from the Spruce 12-yard line. Looks like North Forney's going to go for it. Back into the shotgun. Ribera to his right. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. Suits looking for the snap. Now he'll turn and look over to the coaching staff. Under nine minutes to play. North Forney looking to score, get in the snap, comes right past Carroll, or, or right past Suits, and he'll just go fall on top of it. He was not ready for that, and in fact, Ribeiro was switching from his right side to his left. Colby was looking, looked like to the sideline, and when he looked, there came that ball, and it shot all the way back out to the 32-yard line, and it was fourth down, so now Spruce will take over. That's a bit of a bummer, especially when you were threatening to score again. Yeah, Kobe just talked a couple words to his center. I think there was just some misconfusion there on the snap call. Kobe was looking back to the sidelines. And the center just misheard something and snapped the ball. So now we get to see the defense, though. Yeah, you know, we, it's very rare we get to see the defense early in the game because they're onside kick. Uh, their love for the onside kick. So, yeah, here we go. The quarterback is number three, and that is Travion Hardman. So we will get to see him this year. And we've got movement on the offensive line. Actually, the whole left side of the line went moving for Spruce. So that will be an, a false start. They'll move them back five yards. 
Again, I'm just interested to see this because Spruce has moved the ball pretty well for the first two weeks of the season. They've got, I believe, 940-ish yards of total offense so far in the first two weeks of the season. So, again, as I said earlier, uh, this is the most uh, prolific offense that North Forney has seen thus far in the first two weeks of the season. But I'm interested to see how this defense will handle that because this is a defense that I think is really good. North Forney defense. We just haven't got to see them shine as much because the offense has done such a good job. Well, and on the flip side of that, Spruce's offense really hasn't played anybody to start the year. Roosevelt, Dallas Roosevelt and North Dallas are definitely not the two biggest uh, competitors there are around. Travian Harbin will keep this snap and run it around the left side across the 40-yard line. That's going to actually be good for a first down. So Spruce on their first play of the game, their first legal play of the game, they uh, run it for a first down with Harbin on the keeper. He's a big guy, listed at six foot, 176 pounds, the senior. Uh, so uh, he's definitely going to be a guy that's not super simple to bring down. Yeah, you know, and I expect a lot more, you know, last year because he didn't play, that their offense really couldn't do anything against North Forney. I expect North Forney to win this game pretty handily, but, uh, but I also expect Spruce to be able to move the ball better than they did last year and put some points up on the board because Hardman is that kind of playmaker. In the shotgun again, he's going to take the direct snap, running up the middle of the field. He's going to be tricked up just as he crosses the line of scrimmage. He will fall ahead for a gain of three out to the 47-yard line. You know, and this is going to be a test really for those outside linebackers that we talked with Coach Delgado about. But it looks like what Hartman's going to do a lot is keeping it, you know, kind of running there around the other side of the line. So it's going to be a big test for those outside linebackers. Yeah, it definitely will be. And, it, it, I mean, it'll be a test for the, that whole front seven in general, you know, that, that back group that – uh, the defense won't be tested as much as they're not going to throw the ball a whole lot. But that front seven and stopping that run where the quarterback will take off and run with it off the direct snap. And what that does when he takes off and runs with it is it really basically creates an extra blocker. So instead of him turning the hand of the ball off where he doesn't, he's not in the play anymore. High snap, but Harmon brings it down now, flicks it out to the right side of the offense. It's caught behind the line of scrimmage and out across the 50 and ran out of bounds. And that was Chris Edmondson on the reception. And they're going to give that one, give it, uh, enough yardage for a first down for Spruce, and now they're moving the ball here a little bit on their first offensive possession. I had to give that to Hartman. That was a really athletic play. It was a high snap, and when he came down, he did a complete 360 and fired it with his left hand, a little screen pass. Uh, good athletic play by Hartman. Yeah, and that's – I mean, he definitely is a playmaker, is Hartman. So, I mean, I don't think that will be the last play we see for him making an athletic maneuver. <clears throat> first and ten for Spruce, now in North Forney's side of the field at the 46-yard line. Now they'll go in a little bit of a pistol formation as the running back is behind Hardman. He'll turn, hand it off, up the middle, and a big hit. Oh, man. And that was number 22, Galen Brown, who just delivered the hammer on the running back, Arkevian Harris. Whew. Man, I could, you could feel that. Not just here, but you could feel that from up here. I agree. That was just an incredible hit, incredible coverage. They did not get uh, confused by that at all. He was able to kind of sniff by some of that distraction there. Great job. So that brings it up second down and seven. Ball now on the 43-yard line of the Falcons. Hardman again in the pistol formation. And that's Harris behind him. Now he's, Hardman's going to keep it. He's going to try to roll out and throw it, and he's going to have to throw this one away as he was taking some heat from number 21, Roby Robinson. And that brings up now third and seven 
for the Falcon defense. Robinson, one of those outside linebackers that Coach Delgado was speaking highly of, and if they can continue to add that pressure, that's what's going to cause Hartman to make mistakes, throw the ball away, and kind of get off that rhythm. So big third down here. Uh, I would be, I would imagine that you know, unless they have a big, big negative play here, Spruce will go for it on fourth down if they cannot get it here as well. Just under six minutes to play here in the first quarter. North Forney leads seven to nothing. It's homecoming at Citibank Stadium, the first home game of the year for the Falcons. Falcons showing some pressure up the middle, and now they bring it. Now Willie Thomas with their flow out. They're looking. They found a man at the 40-yard line. Does Harvin as he was hit again by Roby Robinson? The 40-yard line is about four yards short of the first down as he was falling out of bounds. It is a catch, but it does bring up fourth and four. And now Spruce will face their first fourth down of the game. Robinson is able to shoot through that line uncontested at all. I mean, he's able just to take off a dead sprint and run just directly at Hartman. Well, Hartman will roll out to one side or the other. So far, it's been the right side. And I think when he does – one of the whoever's outside linebackers on that side, as soon as they see him roll out, they just they they commit hard right at him and make him force him to get the ball out of his hands. Hardman in the shotgun, Harris to his left at the running back. Again, Willie Thomas showing some pressure up the middle. Hardman will keep it. Willie Thomas takes him down in the backfield. Thomas getting in there, shooting the A gap, making a play and giving the ball back to the Falcons. Five oh eight here in the second or in the first quarter, and a big fourth down stop for North Forty as Willie Thomas takes down Travian Hardman in the backfield for a loss, and Colby Suits will bring the offense back out onto the field. Hartman's helmet actually came off; he was hit so hard, so uh, he may be counting some stars or sheep or daisies or something over there on the sideline. A big, big stop by the, four, the, the North Forty defense. Now Colby in the shotgun. Now he's got Nate Miller in the backfield, hands it off to him, bounces around the left side. He's going to fall ahead for a gain of four on the play. Brings up second down and six. It's our first time to see Nate Miller in action. He is the really the change of pace to Ribera's toughness. He uh, He's the, the lightning to Ribera's thunder. He's quick. He's <laughs> fast. I mean, is he fun to watch? Another handoff at the middle. He finds a crease. Ooh, almost broke that one for a big game, but he does get enough for a first down all the way down to just outside the 46-yard 40, uh, line. We got to talk to Nate a couple weeks ago. Loves Barry Sanders, watches his film every night, and runs very similar to Barry Sanders. Yeah, you can see him. You know, he talks about how sometimes they have to tell him, hey, you, you got to be a little more patient. This is a pass across the middle of the slant to Barclay Ford, and we're going to get pass interference on the defense here. He had a man draped all over him. Again, I think that's a matchup that North Forney can exploit all night. Barclay's got size and I think speed as well on that defender for um, – Spruce, and I think if you continue to exploit that, you're going to cause them to make mistakes like they just did. Yeah, and you, uh, he's got, he's got such, and that was actually a call, a penalty for holding. Uh, so they'll mark that off 10 yards and a first down. I think he probably could have gone, well, it was more that he just held his arm as he was coming across his body. Yeah, really the same difference in the end. So, uh, North Forney. Now we'll spot the ball at the 40 or the 36-yard line. First and 10. Two receivers to the left. That's Jackson Ennels and Barclay Ford. And then way down here, all by himself, outside the numbers near the sideline is Jordan Carroll. Ball's on the left hash. Nate Miller, the running back to Colby Suits his right. Of course, they've got the H back tied in to the right side of the offense, who's set just behind the, the, the right offensive tackle. 
Suits takes the snap, drops back. He's looking over the middle, looking over the middle. He's got Inels at the 10, the 5. He stretches out. Does he cross the goal line? He does. What a play by Jackson Inels to get the touchdown. Wow, that was an incredible, incredible athletic play by Jackson Inels. Yeah, he caught the ball about the 10-yard line, got hit at the 5, and looked like he was going to be down about a yard short of the end zone, but he took his right hand with the ball in it, stretched across the, the goal line, and they gave him the touchdown. That was, that was a nice finish to that play. Now lining up for the extra point. Suits to hold. And Carlos Rodriguez to kick. Snaps down, kick is up. It's a nice high kick, but it is still good. So with 425 remaining here in the first quarter, it's the Falcons 14 and the Timberwolves 0. You're listening to KFY Sports and True Texas Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I've seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost-effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Go Falcons! Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. And we're back just in time for what I would imagine will be another North Forney onside kick. 14 up to the score. 425 to play in the first quarter. This time they're going to kick it to the left side. It bounces high into the air. Does North Forney have it again? Oh, they do. Of course. (laughs) Of course they do. And I tell you, it's that cross kicker format that they have as well that I think causes confusion for that receiving team. Yeah, and especially when they they cross those kickers, it's just you don't know which way it's coming from. The first two times it came to this right side, right here in front of us, that time they crossed and they kicked it to the other side, and you just don't know which way it's going to go. Again, just incredible, incredible, uh, I don't even know what to call it, just uh, diversity maybe <laughs> from uh, the coaching staff. They can outside the box for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, Suits will bring out Ribeiro with him this time. And he's got Enos as the receiver to the left and Barclay and Jordan Carroll to his right. Gives a pump fake. Now he's looking deep for Barclay Ford over the top. At the 15, the 10, he brings it in. Oh, and then he dropped it at the last moment. Oh, they're going to give him credit for catching it. Oh, wow. I thought I didn't think he had that all the way through. It looks like the ball came out. So what, what's interesting to me is, you know, because it, it came out. but I guess if they're saying down, that he had it long enough. But wouldn't that be a fumble then? Well, he hit the ground. Yeah. He definitely hit the ground. So there wouldn't be any fumble. Suits will take the shotgun snap, rolling to his right. Looks, throws it to the corner. It's caught by Jordan Carroll. Oh, they're going to say he didn't have possession. He was bobbling it. Yeah, I thought for a moment that he, he did kind of – he had to re, 
re reorganize, so to say. You know, he had to kind of rejuggle that just to get his hands around it. And when he did, he was stepping right out of bounds. But it was a nice throw by, by Colby. And it was almost a nice catch by Jordy. Again, we were able to see that exploitation of that coverage on Barclay Ford. Hand off to Rivera up the middle, inside the five-yard line, still on his feet. Gets taken down at the four, but we do have a flag on the far side of the field near the line of scrimmage. And it looks like we're maybe going to get an illegal shift on the Falcons. Just under four minutes to play here in the first quarter. North 40 does lead 14 to nothing. They've had three onside kicks recovered, and they also had a big fourth down stop did North Forney on their own end of the field, and that was a really impressive stand by their defense. And, of course, that all came from them turning the ball over on downs inside their red zone of Spruce when they had a snap go past Colby on fourth down. He had to go all the way back outside the 30-yard line to recover it. And so now we're getting all this sorted out on the, on the penalty. We'll see. Yeah. Actually, this is going to be... Well, they're calling it on Spruce. So I'm not sure what they're calling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you have illegal. Okay, maybe it's illegal substitution? Uh, regardless, it'll be second down and goal. Looks like from the four-yard line. North 40. So they've got two receivers to the right. That's Burrell and Carroll. And Barclays, the H-back to the left with Rivera as the running back. We're going to have moving along the offensive line against North Forney. Look at that defense kind of moved first, but it did bait one of the offensive linemen for North Forney to have some movement as well. So it looks like this five yards. Well, actually, I don't know. They might call this offsides. I, I saw the, one I official. See the head, yeah, I see the head official putting his hands on his hips. The other one's doing false start. Yeah, we're going to get false start. On North 40. Now, I mean, one of the defensive linemen, they did move, or I think it was maybe the linebacker coming up the middle, kind of came up there real quick. And it caused the uh, North 40 offensive lineman to jump, and that's who they got. So the five yards they just got from Spruce on the penalty, they'll give them right back. They'll come back out to the nine yard line. Suits again in the shotgun. He's got three receivers to his left. Carroll, the lone receiver to the right. Rivera, the running back in the backfield. He's to Colby's right. They'll fake the handoff, throw it across the middle. Touchdown, Jordan Carroll on the slant. And North Forney scores another one. These receivers for North Forney are just having their way with the defenders for Spruce. I'm telling you, you're just seeing athlete on athlete, and North Forney's just winning the battle every time. We've seen that inside slant a couple of times to Barclay Ford on the left side of the formation, on the other side of the field. And now we see it right here on, on, the, uh, on the opposite side, on the right side of the formation of Jordan Carroll. But it's the same result. It's a completion, and this time a touchdown. Colby's going to take the snap as the holder. He's going to run up the middle. He didn't get it. He didn't get the extra, the two-point conversion. I couldn't tell if that was a bad snap or if that was just the play call. But either way, he's going to be stopped short of the end zone. So now the score is 20 to nothing. Your Falcons lead the Spruce Timberwolves with 3.56 remaining in the first quarter. It's KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. Delay or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylynntravel.com. 
If your roof is sustained hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, North Forney lining up again to kick off. We'll see if they are going to onside kick this one. They do this time. It's an onside kick right up the middle of the field. And this one's going to be recovered. Is this North Forney again? I'm wondering if it went to 10 yards. No, I think Spruce got this one. Finally, Spruce got it. It was right at the 10-yard when it looked like a North Forney player touched it. But regardless, Spruce comes up with it. So we'll see the Timberwolf offense back out on the field. That's the first time we've seen an onside kick up the middle this year. Again, just a different look. You know, they're still trying a few different uh, angles on how to execute this thing. Well, that's what we've talked about, you know, especially with the way this offense can perform in in non-district with it really not meaning anything as far as record goes and playoffs go. You can work out some things. You can try. You can experiment. I think that's what they're doing tonight with all these weird formations in the passing oh, game. Because yeah. I think, honestly, they could do like they've done the first couple games where they run the ball a lot, and they probably still will. But they've been they've been throwing the ball a lot to start out with. North Forney's defensive line shifts from right to left as, as a whole unit, and it causes the Timberwolf offensive line to jump off sides. It's a real smart call there from the defense. And that's totally legal. It's not like one player kind of jumps forward and, and tries to entice the offensive line. All three of them move together. They're just, you know, shifting their defense. But it can cause, you know, an offensive lineman who's not focused can cause them to jump off sides. And that is exactly what happened. So now first and 15 for Spruce on their own 44-yard line. Hardman. Actually, now Hardman's the running back in the backfield. He'll take the handoff around the right side. He gets ran out of bounds. But I think we're going to have a face mask penalty on the Falcons. So that was Hardman as the running back in number 14. Kadarius Doss. Kadarius Doss. He's also listed as a quarterback, yeah. Well, he's he's the one, from looking at their stats, he's the one who's done their most the most passing. So we got to kind of watch out for him uh, for that when he comes in the game. Uh, Doss is 21 for 28 on the year for 275 yards with two touchdowns. Uh, conversely, Hardman's only thrown the ball eight times and completed four, though. So Hardman's not really going to run the ball if he's lined up at, at, at quarterback. But he still is because he's rushed 32 times for 351 yards. He still is a threat to run the ball. That's with five touchdowns from the backfield. Now Hardman will be in the slot. Doss, the quarterback, he'll turn and hand it off. Now they're going to try to do a reverse, but it's picked up. And they dropped again, and it's still on the ground. Who's going to come up with it? They try to do a reverse to Hardman. It got blown up in the backfield. North Forney had it. T.J. Dickinson had it in his hands and was running with it, and it just fell out of his hands. And it looked like about 20 yards back down the field that Spruce came back up with it. Man, what a what a turn of events there. Because it was a face-masking call against North Forney, so Spruce on had it. On the previous it, play. On the previous play. So Spruce had it on North Forney's 36-yard line, but because of that miscommunication there, now they're on their own. 43. Yeah, that's going to make it a second down and 32. 7, 30, or 32, okay. 33. Second down and 30. Actually, they're going to they're gonna call that a change of possession because T.J. Dickinson picked it up. 
and then fumbled it again. And now Coach Jackson's not real happy about that. They, they moved the chains all the way back to where the ball is spotted at the 43-yard line. And they're going to say that North Forney had possession of it, picked it up with the ball, had possession of it, and then themselves turned it back over. So, therefore, it would be a chain of possession and a new set of downs. So, Spruce will get – they'll get off the hook here. They got lucky on that one. First and ten. I mean, they got lucky. They had to move back 20 yards. But it's first and ten now from the 43 for Spruce. Yeah, their back's not against the wall necessarily as it was. I mean, yeah, with the, if you're facing a second and 33, the chances are very slim that you're going to get a first down out of that. So now, with the first and ten, regardless of where you're on the field, it, it does bode well a lot better. Doss is going to stay in the quarterback position. He's going to be joined by Hartman. Doss looks over to the left, throws it in the slot. A broken tackle at the 40, across the 40-yard line, and finally knocked out of bounds by Mayfield. But we do have Falcon down near the line of scrimmage all the way back at the 44-yard line, and that is Casey Cornelius. And that, that really worries me. He was grabbing his knee. And Casey's the guy who tore his ACL at the very end of last year and has come back and played so hard, uh, the, just the junior this year. And he's down on the ground. Coach Jackson's out there with a couple of trainers, about the 43-yard line. And it seemed like he went down pretty early in that play because the, the runner ended up running right by him as he was on the field. And I think they're, Coach Jackson's already calling that for the stretcher, I think. And I think that's, you know, of course, what caused that coverage to kind of break down a little bit. But it doesn't look good for Cornelius. Um, he looks like he's in a lot of pain. Yeah, and hes you can tell he's really distraught. So I think he, he understands the severity. And you can kind of see on Coach Jackson's face, too. He looks a little, little bummed out as well. Corey Mayfield comes out to uh, console his teammate and help him up. He's putting weight on it, though. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I thought that was Coach Jackson calling maybe for a stretcher because he, he kind of feared the worst, but that was – that was wrong on my part. I, yeah, he, he's getting up. He's walking off. He still doesn't seem too happy. I think it more, maybe more than anything just kind of scared him because, remember, yeah, that was – I think he's favoring the, the other knee, not the one he he, uh, he hurt at the end of last season. It looks like he's favoring the other one. But he's uh, he's walking off to go under the tent to be looked at. So, big game for the Timberwolves, though. All the way down to the 37-yard line. They'll get it first and ten. Doss, the quarterback, draws back, looks left, throws left. It's complete at the 30-yard line and ran out of bounds. That pass was completed to Chris Edmondson. We're seeing the defensive backs for North Forney, uh, Chris Furlow being one of them, being a little bit more tested than we've seen so far in the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, definitely. Mount Pleasant didn't really test them that much, and then obviously Carrollton Creekview with their triple option never tested them last week. But, uh, you know, this is why it's good to kind of get to face – a team like this that will throw the ball around a little bit and spread it out some and, and, and can run an offense because by the time district comes around, you're going to face that just about it week in and week out. No doubt. Doss again, the quarterback. The high snap goes over his head. Hardman's trying to chase it down. T.J. Dickinson trying to pick it up. Both I, think, I, I think North 40 finally came up with it, and they did. That was number 59. We don't have one right yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at my other set of rosters here. Nope, don't got one on there either. Okay. New uniforms, you know, still getting numbers right. But either way, it was a Falcon player. Yeah, the defense came up big with that one. And a high snap went over the head of Doss, the quarterback. And North Forney was able to run it down. A big play for the Falcons' defense. They train, they turn it, get the turnover again. I mean, you know, that's just kind of the, the – sometimes it's good to be lucky. North Forney had that same play happen earlier to them, but Colby was able to get back on top of it. 
and, uh, and limit the damage. This time, Harmon and Doss couldn't get back on top of it for Spruce, and it's a turnover. Handoff to Nate Miller, cuts it back up the field, gets met a couple yards after the line of scrimmage, gets out to the 46-yard 40, line, brings up second down and seven. Three-yard gain there for Miller. So far, we've seen them just swap Miller and Ribera, you know, based on drives. And they can run the same offense. They're different styles of runner, but they can still run the same offense. And North Point's got an extra offense alignment, look like out there on the field. Now Kobe looking down the middle, just throws it past Jackson Ittles, who's running the post up the middle of the field and right along the left hash. And he had him by a couple steps, he just overthrew him. Again, Kobe liked to have, he's, had, he's made some really good throws tonight. That would be one that he might like to have back. Again, I think it's good because we're seeing a little bit different test from the Spruce team than they've seen so far in the first two weeks of the season, which, you know, starting off with District next week against Wiley's, that's a good thing. Snap goes to Suits, he hands off to Miller. He comes across the middle. Looks like he's going to pick up about five, maybe six, depending on the spot. So that will bring up fourth down. Fourth and about uh, really a long four. The ball is at the 42-yard line of Spruce. North 40 not, not hesitating a, a bit as they get back to the line of scrimmage to run this fourth down play. Suits again in the shotgun. Takes the snap, hands it off to Miller, cuts back up the middle of the field, trying to get to the first down marker. I don't think he's going to get there. He's going to be a couple of yards short. And Spruce again making a, a big play to keep North Forney from getting a first down. And the Timberwolves will get the ball back. I think that might be only the second turnover on downs that we've seen, maybe the first from North Forney so far this season. Well, they had the one earlier where they had the snap go over the head. Right. And so yeah, that they, yeah. they weren't able to finish that drive because that was fourth down. So, you know, yeah, technically right. that was a turnover on downs. But I would like to have seen how that one would have turned out had we not had that snap. I guess I'm saying from the perspective of not gaining the 10 yards, you know. But you're right, that one earlier was a, a turnover on downs as well. But, I mean, coming into tonight, I mean, that's kind of gives it – that's a little testament to Spruce. Even though they're down 20 to nothing, Spruce's defense – Nobody's been able to do that to North Forney so far this year. In motion comes Hardman from right to left. They're going to give it to him in the backfield. He's met back there by Dickinson, but he spins away from it, but can't get away from the next one, and that's Devin Beeman. A big loss, loss of about four on the play. I've really been impressed with Beeman's play so far throughout the season. I just think you know, he, he, he's a bigger guy, but he is quick for a guy his size. It's a really good job there by Beeman. Well, and remember that Coach talked about him you know, at the beginning of the year, you know, on our uh, Falcon Spirit Night, and told, told us that was one of the players we should watch out for that he was really impressed with. He said we knew who he was. I mean, he was a, you know, he was a big-time player last year. Uh, but he said watch out for Devin, you know, what he does up front as the nose tackle, that one technique in the middle of the defense, what he can do. Doss takes the snap. He's rolling right. He's being pressured. He gets it to Hardman. Hardman breaks the tackle near the 40-yard line. Gets ran out of bounds near the 50. And we got a flag on the play. As the, uh, as the as Harvey was ran out of bounds, I don't know if they're going to get him maybe a horse collar. Typically, when you see a flag out there, it's going to be against the defense. He, I didn't look like he got him from the face mask, and it, it looked like he might have got him up around the collar, but he didn't pull him down with it, so I didn't. They're going to call a face mask. Okay. That's the second time North 40's been called for a face mask on about that same exact place on the field. And uh, with, the, with the ball carrier going out of bounds, kind of a really a needless penalty. I mean, any face mask usually is, but, you know, when you're already running them out of bounds, kind of a bit of a needless penalty to take. But that moves the ball all the way down to the Falcon 34-yard line. This is where Spruce was last time before they had the, uh, the snap go over the head of Doss and picked up by North Forney. 
Coming up on uh, just under 30 seconds to play here in the first quarter. The Falcons lead 20 to nothing. Handoff up the middle, and oh, he's going to be met right away. Actually, kept it. The quarterback did, and he's not going to get much out of it, too. I thought he handed it off, and he get, the running back got hit. But Doss kept it, and it was only able to get back to the line of scrimmage, but there is a flag on the play, and it looks like it's going to be offsides against the Falcons. And that's what it is. Of course, next week, Forney, or North Forney will be right here at home in uh, back-to-back week. So they'll be right back here at Citibank Stadium next Friday, 7.30 kickoff, and they will be facing Wiley East. Wiley East, of course, got routed last night by Denton Ryan, which is, they're, all, they're no joke. Denton Ryan's one of the best teams, not only all the area in 5A, but also the state. But they got beat 48-22. to So they'll be taking on Wiley East right back here at home next Friday. And that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter. So at the end of one, it's the North Forney Falcons 20 and the Spruce Timberwolves 0. We'll be right back here for the start of the second quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. This is a proud sponsor of the Forty community. Call and set up your free estimate. Whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors, give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All right, 12 minutes on the clock as we start the second quarter. Spruce is driving the ball, but they do trail North 40, 20 to nothing. They've got it first and five from the 29-yard line of the Falcons after the offsides penalty against North 40. Doss, the quarterback. That's Kadarius Doss. Hardman was in there at quarterback to start the game. Doss drops back, and he's going to be smoked by Willie Thomas in the backfield and sacked. Doss is still down. He looks like he's holding his tailbone, maybe his butt. He took that one on the chin right up the middle. It looked like a little bit of a delayed blitz from Willie Thomas, and I don't think Doss saw it in all fairness, but holy cow did Willie plant him. I think he's trying to remember where he's at, what decade he's in perhaps, because I tell you, he got planted. Yeah, you know, he looked downfield. And man, like I said, it was a little bit delayed because it didn't come right away, and I think that's what threw Doss off. And then by the time he saw Willie, it was just too late. Willie was all over him, and he, he absolutely planted him. You can still see Doss kind of rubbing his, rubbing his backside because that one didn't feel good. Thomas, someone we got to talk to that first spirit night. Doss will turn and hand it off to Hardman coming out of the pistol formation. Hardman getting around the left side, but he's going to be wrapped up and finally driven out of bounds by North 40. It was a great play over there. I want to say that was number six, Kyle Hogwood, coming up from a safety position to really make that tough on Hardman. What we're seeing, we're seeing the defense adjust real well to these formations, and we've seen that throughout the whole season. There might be a new formation that kind of throws them off for a possession or two, but once they kind of key it out, 
they smoke it out. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Kyle Hogwood making that play, this is actually his 18th birthday today. So, man, what a way to celebrate a birthday, getting a big play defensively, turning 18. Man, what I would do to be 18 again. So many things I would do differently. <laughs> and we've got whistles before the play, and it looks like there's going to be a timeout for Spruce. So with that, as they get ready to take on third down, we'll take a step away. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. Alright, 10.29 to play here in the second quarter. Live from Citibank Stadium, it's the North 20 Falcons 20 and the Spruce Timberwolves 0. It is homecoming. For the North Forney Falcons, it's the first home game of the year, and it's the last non-district game. What that means is next week, they uh, they start counting for real. They start counting towards playoffs. That's the good thing about doing non-district is you can go 0-3, and it won't make a difference for your playoff seating or if you make the playoffs or not, unlike college football and pro football. But once district comes around, that's when the bullets start to fly for real. Third down and 12 for the Timberwolves. Hardman is back in at quarterback. And the shotgun, receiver in motion from left to right. He'll take the snap while Hardman rolling out to his right, looking to throw, now he does. It's thrown up, completed inside the 25-yard line. A jumping grab brought in by number eight, Brian Mathis. I thought that was going to be well over the head of the receiver and incomplete. And that was a nice jumping grab and brought in. And that's going to be enough. That's right at the first down marker, and they're going to give him a first down. The uh, the defender over there, I don't think he really realized that that was going to be completed. I thought he was thought that was going to be well over his head too. What I'm noticing is that there's several of these Timberwolves that play both sides of the ball. Mathis is a guy that covers Barclay Ford on defense. A Hart small roster. Hardman again in the pistol. He'll take the snap, throw it to the left. He's got some space over there for his receiver. And out all the way down near the 10-yard line. And that was Chris Edmondson again on the reception. I don't think North Forney was really lined up right on that one. They had three receivers to the left side and had them outnumbered over there. Yeah, I think it was just a numbers game, like you said, Wally. Yeah, it's the first time that we've seen an offense kind of have a little bit of success moving the ball against North Forney. I mean, they still haven't scored any, so it's not like the <laughs> Falcons' defense is in bad shape or anything. But, you know, even to have – be able to move the ball a little bit like Spruce has, we just really haven't seen. You know, even Mount Pleasant – Mount Pleasant did it a couple times to start that first very first game, the first two drives. But after that, they got shut down. And then Carrollton Creek, you had one big play last week. Hardman takes the shotgun snap, sprints out to his right. Being pursued by Willie Thomas, he's going to flick one near the goal line and almost picked off by Corey Mayfield. That was just a great read there. came at the last minute, too, to really knock that out. That looked dangerous for a minute. Then it looked good, but it ended up just last minute. Yeah, just a great read there by Mayfield. I think he saw where these guys needed some help over there, so he came in and uh, had a, did a great job breaking up that play. Well, Hardman kind of had to float that one in there, kind of lob it in over the underneath coverage, and that gave Mayfield just enough time to kind of get there just in, just in the nick of time to break that one up keep it from being a touchdown. 
So that brings up second down and 10. Ball on the 11-yard line. So Spruce can still get a first down if they get inside the one. Hardman in the pistol, takes a high snap, brings it in, throws it into the, the slant in the middle of the field, and it's a nice catch. That's Mathis again for the Timberwolves. Was sliding down behind him, was able to bring in the ball, and that's completed at the six-yard line. And that brings up third down and five now for the Timberwolves. Last, think, last year, and even I think y'all talked about it in the, the Creekview game, this is where North 40's defense really shows up. This is where they really flash their colors. You know, right here on the goal line, that goal line stand, they're so good defensively. They did it so many times last year. Already did this year. Let's see if they can do it again here. That's what I was about to say. They're really good when their back's against the wall. Hardman in the shotgun. Receiver in mushroom left to right. Another high snap. Hardman's going to chase this one down near the 20-yard line. Picks it up, and he's going to be brought down and slammed out of bounds near the 25-yard line. Again, I mean, <laughs> we were talking about it as it happened. This defense is really good when you kind of put their back against the wall, and they bring a lot of pressure, and that creates confusion. So that brings up four down. Man, what a big third down that was. And Spruce did it to themselves earlier. Fort North Forney did it to themselves. And they were, they were really in about the same situation that Spruce yep. was. Same end of the field, inside the five. Uh, they had it for fourth down, did North Forney, and had a snap go over their head. This time it was third down for Spruce. So now that makes it fourth. Fourth and 28. Ball on the 29-yard line. They can still get a first down. They get it all the way to the one. The ball is another. They're going to bring in Kadarius Doss in at quarterback, and we're going to have another timeout for Spruce. That's their final timeout of the first half. With 8:15 remaining here in the second quarter, it's the Falcons 20, Timberwolves zero. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! All right, they let that clock get down to 8.05 before they ended up stopping it. So there's 8.05 to play here in the second quarter. It's your North 40 Falcons 20, the Spruce Timberwolves 0. Spruce is facing a, first, or a fourth down and 28 from the 29-yard line. They've got to get all the way down inside the one for another first down. They had it uh, third and third and five from the six-yard line before that, that play, the snap went over the quarterback's head. Doss in at quarterback in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. He draws back. He's looking left, throws left, down towards the goal line, and it's knocked away. Great coverage there. Number three, Chris Furlow, our buddy Chris, the one we <laughs> sat down with the other night at Falcon Spirit Night. And he's getting a little bit more run now with uh, with Casey Cornelius out. Furlow makes a big play at the goal line. I thought for a second that, that Spruce is going to get that for a touchdown, but they turn it, they turn it over on down thanks to a big play by Chris Furlow. And North Forney keeps their scoreless streak alive here for this game. There's great discipline there. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Okay. Great discipline there by Furlow. He stayed with it. It would have been easy for him to kind of lose discipline there, but great job there. Or even kind of jump early and give up right. position. Yeah. Suits hands it off to Rivera up the middle of the field. Rivera's having a bit of a tough time running. He's going to get a gain of about two. Spruce is doing a really good job of clogging up those running lanes. Uh, the first couple of games, every, every time Rivera's touched the ball, he's running it for an average of about 10 yards a pop, if not more. And tonight, he's having a tough go of it. 
Back to the line of scrimmage again in a hurry. Hands off again to Rivera. Breaks the tackle. Now he gets past the line of scrimmage. Now he's got some room to run. Out across the 35, near the 40-yard line. That time, he kind of bounced it outside and was able to get a big gain. It would be interesting if they put both guys in. We've seen it a little bit this season, but because with, with Nate Miller, he kind of spreads it out a little bit more. And, and, you know, Rivera runs it down in your throat. First and ten from the 40. Rivera cuts it up in the middle of the field. Again, just going to get a couple, a gain of about two. Looked like he had a little bit more room to the left if he would have cut it this way. They cut it back up in the middle and then to the right and was eaten up after a gain of just two. 7-12 left in the second quarter of play here. Kelby back again in the line of scrimmage. There's two receivers to the left, one to the far side. Now they're going to switch it. Barclay's going to come to the right side as well. That's the short side of the field as the ball's on the right hash. So he'll join Jordan Carroll on that side. Jackson Inno's got all this room over here, and they're going to throw it back to the right side to Bar Barclay Ford. Breaks a tackle out near the 50-yard line. They're going to give him the 47. And that's going to bring up third down in a short three. Again, I've said it once, I'll say it again. Uh, Barkley, I really think, can have his way across the middle of the field there. He's really been uncontested for the most part. Another quick snap, hand off to Rivera up the middle of the field. He slips a tackle in the back, then a nice little sidestep to avoid the defender shooting through the gap. And if he wouldn't have done that, it would have been a loss of yardage and a fourth down, but it's not. He breaks the tackle, gets a first down, and the ball is at the 45-yard line of Spruce. Again, back to the line of scrimmage quickly for Suits. Looking for the snap, gets it, hands it off again to Rivera. Rivera with a little bit of a stutter step. Now across the 40-yard line, down near another first down mark at the 35. Held onto by just a cleat and brought down, but they're going to give him another first down. I think the run game really gets going when they can pick up the pace. Even if it's not 10 yards a pop, if they keep getting back to the line of scrimmage quickly and quickly like they are doing again here, it really opens up that running game. Rivera, another handoff up the middle. That time just a gain of two before he's finally brought down. Yeah, I think you're just keeping the defense off balance, and they're not able to really set up how they want. So they're kind of on their heels instead of on their toes, and I think you can exploit that. Let's see if they don't take, you know, do a little play action here and maybe take a shot with Jackson Ennels. He's got one-on-one -on -one coverage as the safety shades a little bit his way down here on the left side of the offense. Suits does fake the, the handoff, throws it across the middle to Barclay, and it goes through his hands. It was a high traffic area. And I think Barclay kind of felt that just a little bit and wasn't able to hold on to it. That brings up third and eight now, though. I want to remind you that we have our text toy up. Be thinking of some questions uh, that you might want us to cover or look at during halftime as we're five and a half minutes away. And off again up the middle to Rivera on third down. He's met at the 30, still keeps his feet moving. But that's where they're going to mark him down at, and that's going to bring up fourth down and five for the Falcons. I'm sure they'll go for it. You think it's going to be a run or a pass here? I don't know. Uh, you know, they've had their way, I think, in the passing game. Well, we are going to get a timeout right here. North Point is going to think this one over with 5.16 to play here in the first quarter. It's the Falcons 20, the Timberwolves 0. We're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I have seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost-effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like, and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Go Falcons! Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge. All right, a big fourth down coming up here for the Falcon offense. It's 
fourth and five. They are on the Timberwolves side of the field at the 30-yard line. Timberwolves have been able to, I would say, slow down the run game of North Forney so far this week, which a lot of teams haven't been able to do. The Bears have been, really had to work for all the, every yard he's had so far tonight. But with the fourth and five, it really opens up the playbook here. You can uh, you can run the ball again. You can do a quick little slant, quick pass. We'll see what they decide to do. Colby in the shotgun. Ribera to his right. Trying to hard count, but now they're going to take the snap. He fakes the handoff. He's looking, looking over the middle. He's got Jordan Carroll. Oh, just leads him a step too far. Had to get it over the safety. He did, but he got it over Jordan Carroll as well. And North Forney turns it over on downs. Really not a bad idea at all. And I think it was just a little out of the reach of Carroll, who was making a great dive for it as the defender was right on his heels. And, again, not a bad play call at all either. It just couldn't quite execute the play. But So we'll see a turnover on downs. But there will be another chance for the Falcon defense to uh, strut their stuff a little bit. And as they've done well, you know, holding uh, the Timberwolves, who have knocked on the door several times, holding them to no points scored so far. And we're at 5-10 left in the first half. Yeah, Will mentioned earlier, we have we do have our text toy up and running. That's the Young Ideas text toy. I'm Jaron, by the way, but I appreciate it. Who did I say, Will? Yeah, it's uh, okay, though. Yeah, I'll get there. It's still <laughs> early. Hand off to Hardman. He gets wrapped up in the line of scrimmage and breaks out of it. The playmaker that he is is out across the 45-yard line before he's finally ran out of bounds. And that's a first down for, for Spruce. Yeah, just like Jaron mentioned earlier. It's a compliment you calling me Will, though, if you're listening, Will, cough, cough. You know, uh. <laughs> it's a compliment for who, you or Will? <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, we'll leave that to be determined. <laughs> we'll leave that there. <laughs> uh, but that number, in case you want to text in with any halftime questions or, or concerns or let us know how we're doing or, or just let us know how you're doing, that number is 469-355-0362. That's 469-355-0362. Another high snap gets past Doss, the quarterback, he finally, this time wisely, just falls on top of it instead of turning it over. But that is a loss of about 25 on the plate. Again, I think a lot of it's just the intensity that this defense brings. It kind of causes some panic for that offense. That's going to bring up second down and 34 for the Timberwolves. Yeah, you know, I'm spotting it a lot more now, too. You know, you mentioned a lot of these guys going both ways for, for Spruce. I mean, they, if you look on their sideline, the guys that aren't in the game, they maybe have 15 or so, maybe a little more. So a lot of their guys do go both ways. I think not just their skill position guys, but also their, their, their offensive and defensive line guys, I've noticed, kind of going both ways. Doss takes the snap, looks left, throws left. It's complete across the 30-yard line, wrapped up and thrown out of bounds there. That was Edmondson on the reception. I think that that lack of depth in both guys, in guys playing both ways will really start to come into effect you know, late in the game, the third quarter, fourth quarter, especially if North Forney continues that pace, that tempo up and down the field, I think it's really going to wear Spruce out. And I think that's why Spruce doesn't really go fast up-tempo with their offense or spread, right. but they take their time getting in the huddle, getting to the line of scrimmage because they don't want to wear their guys out on both sides. Doss takes a shotgun snap, looks right, throws right. It's complete out across the 35-yard line, and that was caught by number 81, Zatavian Evans. But that only gets him to the 37-yard line, and that is still well short of the first, the first down. It brings up fourth and 20 still. We do see Casey Cornelius coming on the field. He's stayed out of that defensive series there, but now he's coming on with a fourth down, so that's a good sign for sure for the Falcons. 
So I just got some breaking news. Would you like to hear it, Jerry? I would love to. So starting next week, of course, we're home at or we're home against Wiley East right here at Citibank Stadium. We will have a sideline reporter what? for all of our home games starting next what? week. What? I can't tell you if the quality of that sideline reporter will be anything good, <coughs> Will, but uh, but we will at least have one. So that that <laughs> is that's awesome. I think that's really going to take our broadcast to the next level. So that'll really make this even more fun to listen to, or maybe at least a little bit interesting. If you didn't think the broadcast was that good to start out with, maybe it'll at least make it a little worth listening to now. It'll definitely add some flavor, I guess, for you know, a little spice maybe. I don't know. So in case uh, in case you're wondering what that means for us, you know, okay, so what does having a, a, a sideline reporter mean as Spruce gets ready to punt this one away? It's a high snap, and it's loose in the backfield, and it's going to be picked up by North 40. Willie Thomas has got the five-touchdown. Falcons, the punter. For Spruce was doing circles, looking for the ball like he was playing patsy cake, and then North Forty just went and picked it up, and Willie Thomas scooped it and scored. He just poor punter. That's Damian Lopez. He just didn't know what was happening, and then he just kind of walked off the field. It just kind of just like, oh man. It was a high snap, and it, it bounced off his hands. He went to turn and look for it, and it was really just sitting right next to him at his feet the entire time. He never did see it, and he literally probably did two full three sixties before North Point he was able to get back there. A couple of people kind of touched it and knocked it around, and Willie Thomas came back there and scored it, and then he takes the football and dunks it into a trash can on the sideline. So the play clock's going, has some confusion. Uh, Kobe Stewart's running out to hold for the kick. Five seconds left. He'll he's going to yeah, keep he's it. take the direct snap. He's going to pull his way forward. This time he <laughs> – I saw one official put hands up They're and come back still. down. I don't – did they ever – I don't know if they're ever going to give us a true call. The White Hat's kind of saying yeah, what happened. He's, he's got his arms up. The head, head official said, oh, what is it, guys? And they're going to give it to us. So the two-point conversion this time is good. So that pushes the score. North Forney 28 and the Spruce Timberwolves 0. 221 remaining here in the second quarter. You're listening to the KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I have seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Go Falcons! Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. North 40 set for another kickoff. We'll see if they try another onside kick or not. This time they're going to kind of pooch it down the middle of the field. It's going to bounce past Harvin. He picks it up inside his own 20-yard line. Being pursued. Now he's got some room around the left side. Out across the 50-yard line. Still on his feet. Cuts it back across the middle of the field now. 
Inside the 30, now cuts it back to the left. The ball comes out. The ball comes out and it's picked up by North 40 inside their own 25-yard line. What a turn of events. That was an incredible play. I, I think it was a combined effort, but I want to say number 21, Roby Robinson, is who made the actual strip, just throws a hand up and gets a piece of the ball. It's going to be Falcon ball. Yeah, and Coach Jackson isn't too happy with the kicker. I don't know if that was designed. I don't know if he wanted to kick it to Hardman. Hardman took that inside his own 20 after it bounced a couple of times. Took off around the far side of the field, around the left side. Cut back across the right till it got to the middle of the field. Started to cut back again to the left inside the 25 of North 40 and just had it knocked away. And it was picked up by North. What a, I mean, that, he looked like he was going to take that all the way to the house. And then to turn that into North 40, getting the ball back. Man, that is such a roller coaster of emotions. Every special teams play for the Falcons is just like a. They can't have a regular. Know, yeah, mean. they can't just have a normal special teams play. Suits in the shotgun, fakes the handoff to Miller. Looks deep down the middle of the field. He's got Mayfield. Can he get under? He does. Caught inside the 40. Brought down inside the 30-yard line. And that is Corey Mayfield with a huge pitch and catch from Colby Suits. I'll tell you, the, the defender against Mayfield, number 23 there, really was trying to strip and get inside that. But good job by Mayfield by holding on to the ball, staying disciplined, maintaining the catch. Great game, great pickup for the Falcons. And a water, we do have a flag down back at the 45-yard line. I would imagine, oh, they're going to, looks like it might be on North 40 here. We'll wait and see. No, it looks like they might be offsides. I can, well, no, the flag was at the 45-yard line. They haven't given us what it is yet. It's along the, the, the out-of-bounds boundary. I want, you know what it is? It's going to be sideline warning, I bet, against North 40. Because that's what the, the the flag was thrown as the as the ref was getting downfield, so it might be on the players or coaches even. They were kind of in his way, so the play will stand. But instead of the ball being at the 27 yard line, it'll be a 15 yard penalty that backs it all the way back out to the 42. But it still is in Spruce territory, and it still is a first down for the Falcons. And you mentioned how great of a catch that was by Mayfield. That was an excellent throw by Kobe. Oh, no doubt. We got offsides here on Spruce. A free play. Kobe's looking downfield. He's got Jordan Carroll inside the five. Oh, he dropped it. Oh, it was there. He had to kind of make a lunging attempt just inside the goal line, but it hit him in both hands. And I think Jordan's going to be upset that he didn't get bring that one in. Yeah, man, and another great throw from Colby Suits. It was a free play as Spruce was off sides. So 40 will, or North 40 will march that off five yards, bring it all the way back up to the 37. And brings up first down and five. Man, another, you know, that, that throw he, that Colby had to, to Mayfield down the middle to, for that big game was right on the money. He was able to right, run right underneath it. Same thing with Jordan Carroll. He was pretty much able to do the same thing, just Jordan wasn't able to bring it in. Colby fakes the handoff in the pocket, got time. He's looking deep. He's got Jackson in, and it goes off his hands inside the five-yard line. He kind of had to jump a little bit and do a little pirouette. But it hit him in both hands again, and I think Jackson will tell you that he should have had that as well. Yeah, Another had, good throw. Kobe had to put that one a little bit behind Jackson just because of where the defender was, and there was space to do that. And Jackson made the correct move. It just hit the tips of his fingers and bounced out, couldn't come down with it. Second down and five, back up to the line of scrimmage again. Colby in the shotgun. Looking for the snap, he'll get it. Looking down the middle, looks, throws. It's off the hands and intercepted. Off the hands of Barrel. Picked off by Spruce, and it's going to be returned out near the 28-yard line. And an unfortunate turn of events as a couple of missed touchdown opportunities on back-to-back -back plays then turns into a batted-up interception for Spruce. So a turnover 
And that will give the Timberwolves a little bit of time to try to make something happen before the end of the first half. It was a minute two, minute and two seconds left to play here in quarter number two. The Falcons lead 28 to nothing. Again, that was just the right place, right time there for the defender. Just bounced off the receiver's hands and Merry Christmas to him. The ball just kind of lofted right there. By the way, a turnover against the Falcons. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Forney Embroidery. They're listening in. Thomas has a great broadcast. Go Falcons. We appreciate you guys listening in. We know Forney Embroidery does a lot of great work uh, for a lot of North Forney athletics. I saw them put a new line out this week, uh, a bunch of North Forney gear. Uh, in the round is going to be stopped in the backfield by North Forney. A big loss, a loss of eight on the play. And that was, was that Roby Robinson getting back there? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, number 21, Roby Robinson. We're wearing some nice Forney embroidery work there. Looks great. It's nice. It was Roby Robinson and TJ Dickinson getting back there to make the, the big loss for North Forney. Brings up second down and 18 with 35 seconds left to play in the first half. Spruce not known to be an up-tempo offense, so this is going to be a bit of a task for them to score here in the next 30 seconds. They're going to need a really big play. Doss in at quarterback in the pistol formation, which means Harden, Hardman is behind him. A low snap picked up by Doss. He's being pressured, and he's going to be brought down for a loss. Willie Thomas getting back there first. And look like Thunderbird cleaning it up. There's a host of Falcons there, uh, welcoming committee, I guess, that uh, brought... Doss down. Of course, don't forget that we have the Forney Air Halftime Show coming up here in just a second as we've got a player down on the field for, for Spruce. Yeah, the Forney Air Halftime Show coming up here in just a minute. Uh, the Timberwolf Band, actually scratch that. I don't see the Timberwolf Band. Or is there one? Uh, that's is it them down here? Maybe. Yeah, that's them. I see a little red. So the Timberwolf Band will be coming out on the field first. So we will take a quick break and then go right into our halftime, our Forney Air halftime show, where we talk about uh, the first half and get some of your thoughts. If you have any questions, you can still text them into the Young Ideas, Young Ideas text toy line. And that number is 469-355-0362. We can get to those as we start our Forney Air halftime show and predict the second half here. Maybe we'll touch around some of the other scores from around our district in 5A. And then... We will also get to the North Forney Pride of Falcon Nation Band. We'll let you we'll let you listen in to them. Uh, give us a chance to maybe grab something to eat, take a quick break, so you can listen to the band as well. That was uh, Kadarius Doss, the quarterback, who was hurt as he got sacked on that play. He is able to get up on his own power and walk off the field uh, slowly, I might add. But he did get pancaked by a couple of different Falcon defenders on that play. And they're going to let the clock run out here as they start back up. So that will bring us to the end of the first half. It's the North Forney Falcons 28, and it's Bruce Timberwolves 0. Stick around and join us for the Forney Air Halftime Show. Uh, you're listening to KVY Sports on True Texas Radio. And help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney. But her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylynntravel.com. 
If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, we're back for the halftime show. It's 28 to nothing. North Forney leads Spruce, and it's been a pretty dominating first half, although North Forney has really had to, uh, had to earn – Really, everything that they've 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 got on offense. You know, the first couple of games against Mount Pleasant, against Carrollton Creekview, it was really hard for them to get anything going, or it was really easy for them to get anything going that they wanted to uh, through the gra- through the air or on the ground. And so there was there was no problem at all the first two games. But here in this one, Spruce has made it a little bit harder. You know, there've been a couple of big plays through the air for North Forty. Col- Colby's made a couple of really good throws. He's missed a couple of good throws, but just an inch or two. Uh, but they've had some trouble getting the ground game going with Ribera. This is probably the toughest game Ribera's had in a while, uh, definitely this season, getting the running game going. But uh, but it's been still clockwork for the most part for the North Forties. They put up 28 first half points. For sure. And, you know, Spruce is a team that really commands their own district. That they're in, they're a Dallas ISD school, and they're in a district with Dallas ISD schools, and they usually do a very good job. They usually come out on top in that district. So yeah, a little bit more of competition. Not to discredit Carrollton Creek View or Mount Pleasant, but they bring something different to the table, and that has tested the Falcons a little bit. But what's been most impressive is seeing how the Falcons have adjusted uh, defensively, especially in that second quarter. They really started to contain uh, that. Timberwolf offense. Well, you know, we mentioned as, as the, the the game started and the North Forney got the ball first and they came out with a couple of different looks that we haven't seen from them yet this year. Uh, we're tip- we're used to them typically coming out with two receivers to one side, one to the other, really spread out, uh, having an H back, which is kind of a tight end that's in the backfield just a little bit, and a shotgun with a running back next to Colby. Well, this time they started out with those receivers really close to the line of scrimmage, you know, really close to the rest of the formation. Uh, then they tried a, 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 a throw out to Calvin Robert out of the backfield in the left flat. It didn't get completed, but we were like, ooh, that's something a little bit different there. And then they proceeded to go a lot different. They uh, they tried a, an end around at one point. They tried a couple of screen plays that we really haven't seen much. Uh, they, they lined up an offensive lineman way out uh, outside the numbers in one play and had him block on a screen that they did out that way. So they, they kind of really mixed things up early in the game. I was really trying to work on some things in non-district and then kind of got back to their bread and butter of running the ball and really taking those shots downfield. I think some things that they did a lot there, and especially that first quarter was, and a lot of it was with you know bringing that lineman out, uh, was they were stretching that line of scrimmage out, and they were really just getting numbers on Spruce. Uh, there were a lot of times where uh, at the last minute, the Falcons would have two receivers on one defender for Spruce and would catch him off guard, and it was just a numbers game. Spruce was able to adjust a little more to that and kind of uh, adjust to that and make the adjustments that they needed to make there. But, again, we saw a lot of uh, just different things and 
I'll be honest, through the first two weeks, I thought we'd seen just about all we could see, you know, because they're so diverse and so prolific, the North Forney Falcon offense is. But they've tried some things tonight that, that we hadn't seen yet. Yeah, if you look at if you pull up the box score right now in this game, you'll you'll think, holy cow, this is just such a blowout. This, how are they even competing? But you know, and you say that because it, they Spruce only has 21 total yards of offense. But if you think back, a couple of those, a couple of plays had the the ball snapped over the head of the quarterback. I think it was happening three times, and the loss of 25, 30 yards on each play. And so that's been a couple of big ones because it turns out to be negative 77 rushing yards. North Forney's defense has been pretty good, but it hasn't been negative 77 rushing yards good. Uh, but you have to give North Forney uh, not only their defense credit, but the entire team. They've really capitalized on them on those turnovers and that those those plays from Spruce's offense. They've capitalized on that and made them pay, and that's why they're up 28 to nothing. Well, again, I think there's also credit to the red zone defense of North Forney. Anytime that Spruce has gotten close to to the red zone to scoring, the defense has really hunkered down and caused some of those missed snaps, caused some of the confusion there for the Timberwolf offense. So big credit to the defensive staff for North Forney, especially as Spruce has gotten into the red zone. And, of course, North Forney has come out with their pat patented uh, onside kick. Uh, I, I want to have a great name for it. You know, it's kind of like a show. It's a presentation <laughs> every week. Uh, how they come out with the onside kicks just about after every score until the, the opposing return team shows that they're going to do something to stop it. They kicked it twice to the right side, the short side or the nearest side of the field to us. Then they kicked it an onside kick to the far side of the field, uh, recovered all three of them, and then they tr finally tried one up the middle. It was close to being recovered by North Forney, but wasn't. Then finally the last one they kicked away, and like you talked about, it can't just be a normal kick down the field for North Forney. Hardman picked it up after it bounced a couple of times, cut across the field two or three different times, got all the way inside the 25-yard line of the Falcons, looked like he was about to score a touchdown, got the ball knocked out, fumbled it, North Forney picked it up. So just about every time that they've kicked the ball off, North Forney has come back with it, and that's also a big part of why they lead. Well, even on that last kick, they still did the crossing kicker thing that they do. So, so again, what was, I guess, the most normal kick they've had all night was still had an element of confusion because of that cross kick. You know, so again, I just think it's a real neat element. You've got a great defense. You've got a prolific offense. Why not make the third aspect of the game different and out of the box as well? That's your special team. The Coach Jackson and the staff has done that. You know, and it'll be really interesting to see when, you know, we start getting to some teams that, no offense against Mount Pleasant or Carrollton Creek or Spruce, but when we start getting some teams that, you know, I have highly respected coaching staffs, like your Highland Parks and your Poteets. I'll be really interested to see how they how they defend that from the get-go. And I want to see if North Forney will still do it against teams like that. Is this something they just want to work out now because they know that, you know, they, they there's nothing to worry about. They can come out firing at all cylinders and really be up 28 to nothing at halftime. Or is this something that, you know, when district comes around, the, the games will get tighter, will get closer. Are they going to be a little bit more reserved and kick the ball down the field and play the the defensive game. I don't know. I think it's why they're doing it. I think they're knowing that they're going to face some really – and Coach Jackson and the staff has talked to us about it. They know that they're going to face some 
I mean, they're in a good district. That 15-5A is an extremely talented district. You know, state championship, uh, you know, last year state champion team, I believe, right, in Highland Park is, is in the district and some other really good teams. So you kind of have to have a diverse tool belt. You kind of have to have some different tricks up your sleeves. And so you don't want to go in those things blind, though. So these are the perfect games to work some of those out. And the thing is, though, they've worked out such a wide array of things that even as these other teams do film study, you cannot study and prepare for it all. Because yeah, that's, it's, that's it's a just, good point. It's just so diverse. That's a good point. You know, it's not just they're not showing them one thing that they can kind of hone in on. There's a lot of stuff they have to be ready for, and I think they kind of they might make it harder on the coaching staff in the preparation each week, having to having to really study for all of that and prepare for all of that. Uh, we do have some stats from the first half on the Spruce side. Uh, they, they passed the ball a little bit more than I was expecting them to, uh, and that's Kadarius Doss and Travion Hardman. Hardman only had eight attempts coming into this game, and he's already got seven in the first half. He's completed five of those for 45 yards. Doss has five for six for 53 yards. Uh, Rushing-wise, there's not much to speak of for Spruce because of all the, the bad snaps and the big yardage losses. Uh, the only only player that's in positive yards rushing for Spruce is Arkevian Harris with one carry for three yards. Uh, the other three ball carriers are negative eight, negative nine, and negative 63. Uh, receiving for Spruce, four catches for Edmondson for 41 yards, four catches for Mathis for 40 yards, a catch by Hardman for 12, and a catch by Evans for five. On the North Forney side of things, Colby Suits, 10 of 19, passing through the air, 198 yards, Two touchdowns, one interception. And I think if you were just to look at that, you'd be like, eh, that's, that's okay, it's pedestrian. But, you know, Colby had – right before the half, he had two touchdown throws, one to Jordan Carroll down the middle of the field that Jordan had to lunge out for, but he did have it in both hands that he would be really missed, you know, not catching that ball. And then another one, the very next play down the near sideline, right at the corner of the goal line to uh, – Jackson Ennels that he had to kind of jump for, but it hit him both hands right there by himself that he would have had a touchdown on. And it would have been a lot different because then the very next play is the one that went through Jaden Barrell's hands. It was a bit of a high pass, and then but it was picked off. So how different that would have looked had they completed one of those two big plays for Kobe Suits. Kevin Rivera, rushing-wise, like we've said, he's you know he's had a really a tough go of it compared to the first two games. But then you look at it, and he's also got 11 carries for 79 yards, which is over seven yards a carry and on pace for 160 yards of the game still. So that's that's Ribera having a bad game as 11 for 79 and a touchdown in the first half. Nate Miller has come in with five carries for only 17 yards. They've really done a good job of bottling him up. Uh, and Jaden Barrell had a carry on the end of the round that didn't net anything uh, rushing-wise. Receiving through the air for North Forney, Jaden Barrell, three catches, 64 yards. He did have that nice touchdown grab. Barclay Ford, a couple of big catches, for three catches for 50 yards. Uh, Corey Mayfield Jr. had a big, big play that went for 35 yards. Jordan Carroll, two for 34 and a touchdown. And Corey Johnson, uh, one catch and 15 yards as well. Uh, North Forney's band's about to come on the field here in just a second. That is the Pride of Falcon Nation band. We will have them playing here for you. You can hear it all right here on the Forney Air Halftime Show. Uh, Jaron, what are your thoughts going into the second half? Do you think that do you think this becomes a tighter game, or do you think this continues to to open up and become a bigger lead for North Forney? I think North Forney is going to continue to uh, not necessarily run away with it, but they're going to continue to do what they do. What I'm interested to see, though, is that, for lack of a better term, this is the most adversity, I guess, that we've seen of this North Forney Falcon team 
faced so far this season. I mean, it's definitely my I mean, – they're still up by 28 points, but it's the smallest point spread we've had at halftime uh, so far this season, I believe. And so – and with some miscues on the, the receptions and things like that, um, it'll be interesting to see how this Falcon team – you know, moves through that. You know, we've talked a lot with those guys at uh, Soul Man Spirit or Falcon Spirit now there at Soul Man's, and they've talked about unity and they've talked about how they're just so much more unified and disciplined. And so this will really be the the test for that if they can continue to work through those things and not it not turn into a blame game. We know that last year a lot of it was well, hey, you know, it's got very selfish and very blame game type stuff. Um, I think they'll work through that this year, and we won't see that. But this, will, I guess, is probably the, the first test we've seen to where that can be tested so far this season. Yeah, and we've got the Proud of Falcon Nation band coming up here in just a minute, and that'll be brought to you by Awards Music in Terrell. Be sure to check them out for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales. Call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. We're finishing up here with the Timberwolf band that's, you know, we look at where Spruce is, uh, or we're like how big their band is, which is about 20. And uh, then you look at over at the Pride of Falcon Nation band, and that's a big old sucker over there. They probably run, what is that, 60, 70 deep? Oh, it, I think more than that. I counted 32 for Spruce because I counted a while ago. But uh, I think probably you're looking at probably about 90 to 100. Not sure, though, for North 40. Yeah, you know, and just one more thing about the, the game so far in the first half. Uh, you know, I talked about before the game that last year against Spruce, we didn't see Travion Hardman at all, you know, in that game. But the couple games prior to that last year, he had put up big numbers. And their offense really struggled without him last year. I mean, 40, North 40 was up 42 to nothing at halftime, you know, last year against Spruce. But this year, with having him out there, you can tell it's a little bit tougher for North 40 to stop. And they're, they're a little bit better offensively for Spruce with Hardman out there. All right, so it is just about time for the North Forney Halftime Show. It's the Pride of Falcon Nation band, and that is presented to you once again by Award Music. If you have any musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. This is the Pride of Falcon Nation band. It's a big state year for them, isn't it, this year? It is, it is. You're more the band guy than I am, so you have to make sure I don't say anything wrong. No, you know, it's every other year. You know, you have 1A, 3A, and 5A. Do it every other year. Then you got 2A, 4A, and 6A. And they alternate state years. It's the state competition being in the Alamo Dome every year, San Antonio. The band I grew up in, uh, Parish North Lamar Band, uh, been to say several times. My little sister was in the band, so went with her there. And actually, last year, Paris North Lamar one state for 4A. But it is all about the Falcon Nation, Pride of Falcon Nation band tonight. And they are getting ready to march on the field. Yeah, the closest I came, or the only time I ever went to a band <coughs> uh, competition was way over in uh, Northwest, or for Northwest ISD's, their stadium. I went to see an, an ex-girlfriend a long time ago play there. The Strutters, I think that's what they're called, right? The, the, the Falcon Strutters are coming out. All right, so with that, we will take a step away, and we'll let you listen to the Pride of Falcon Nation band, and we will join you right back here on the other side of that. You're listening to KFMY Sports and True Texas Radio.
All right, and that is the Pride of Falcon Nation band in all of their glory. We've got just a couple of minutes for the second half kickoff comes to us. So we'll go ahead and take a quick break and be right back here in time for the start of the second half. Before we get started, it's the North 40 Falcons 28 and the Spurs total of zero. You're listening to KFY Sports, the true Texas radio. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, we are just about set for the second half kickoff for Falcons and the Timberwolves. That was the Forney Air halftime show, and that was the Pride of Falcon Nation band brought to you by Award Music. Once again, for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995, or you can find them online at awardmusic.com. So as we get ready to start the second half, Jaron, North Forney will be kicking off. Her defense will be back out onto the field. Spurs was able at times to move the ball, whether it you know, be some little quick screens or little you know quarterback keepers around the edge. And I wonder what North Forney will do. And like I said, they move the ball to a point. They still haven't scored any. But I wonder what North Forney will do to kind of make sure that that doesn't get out of hand at any point. Well, in the first two weeks, usually about halfway through the third quarter, we've kind of seen them kind of pull off just a little bit. Um, you know, with the point spreads were, you know, up around 40 points or so. I think last non-district game, I think they're going to keep the pedal to the metal. I, th- You know, I think we'll probably see the onside kick here. Um, coming out to start the second half. And, again, I think we'll probably see uh, them go for it uh, really, really early and try to uh, put some more points on the board real quick. Well, you know, we talked about how Spruce's defense has really kind of stifled the Falcon run game. You know, we're used to seeing 100 yards each from Rivera and Nate Miller by halftime so the far as the first couple of games. Well, Rivera has 79 yards which on 11 carries, which definitely isn't – isn't bad at all. It's still pretty good. Uh, Nate Miller with just over 20 yards of rushing. So I wonder if, if those two guys maybe will get something going on the ground. But they have had success going through the air. 
you know, a couple of drops from the receivers, uh, a couple of missed throws from Colby. But other than that, I mean, he's really been able to put some points on the board through the air. So we'll see if they can kind of keep that going too. I wanted to try to touch on a couple of different scores from around the district. I know last night, uh, Denton Ryan beat Wiley East 48-22. to And that was, that was a blowout. I mean, at halftime, it was uh, 35-7. And now... I don't know what, how much you can take away from that for Wally East because Denton Ryan is one of the top teams in all of the state with one of the top players at quarterback in Spencer Sanders. So it's really nothing to scoff at getting beat by them. But that'll be North Forney's opponent next week. Another kickoff. This one's a bouncing kick that's going to be fielded just outside the 40-yard line from Spruce, and they're going to have some room to run with it. It's picked up right off the bounce all the way inside the 30-yard line and finally brought down near the 20-yard line. And that was... Number eight, yeah, number eight, Brian Mathis on the return. Finally brought down by number 24, Corey, is it Corey Mayfield, I believe? No, 24, Derek Holt. I think that was meant to be a squib <clears throat> kick. It just was, and, and Mathis just fielded it like a baseball player fields the ground there just right to him. It was a good hard kick. That's the, that's kind of the downside of doing like a squib is that it could bounce right to it. You play the, you know, you kind of play the luck of draw and it could bounce right to somebody and that's exactly what happened. So Spruce, with by, by far their best starting field position of the game, it inside the 20-yard line of the 19 of the North Forney Falcons. And it really so, doesn't give your uh, kicking team time to get down there, your coverage team time to get down there either. They're kind of immediately – He caught it and was returning before right, anything right, ever happened. Yeah. Well, before we can get one play off, Spruce has called a timeout. So with only 11.51 remaining here in the third quarter, 28 to nothing, Falcons lead. We'll take a step away. You're listening to the KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. All right, so first and 10, ball on the Falcon 19-yard line for Spruce. Hardman is the quarterback. He's in the pistol formation with the running back behind him in the shotgun. He'll turn, hand it off, around the right side, stutter step, but he's going to be taken down at the 20-yard line just inside of it. That's Roby Robinson on the tackle and Arkevian Harris on the carry. He tried to break away from Robinson, and Robinson made a nice tackle around the ankles to hold on to him and bring him down for no gain. That was a good uh, slip out there by Robinson, one of those outside linebackers. Coach Delgado talked a lot about in our interview with him. Second down and 10 now, just inside the 20-yard line. Hardman in the shotgun, takes the snap, sprints out to his left, looks, throws. It's complete, but then met right away. And that's Kyle Hogwood on the tackle on his 18th birthday. It is complete. Gain of five on the play all the way down to the 15-yard line. Yeah, about four, four or five on that. And it brings up third down and a long four. Hogwood, such an athletic young man who's quick, but also is just really strong. And I know the receiver there for Timberwolf felt that strength. He's a really good baseball player, too. And I think you can kind of see it, you know, how he attacks the ball. He does it kind of the same way in baseball. He does it here in football as well, coming up from that safety position. Hardman takes a snap, rolls out to his left, breaks the tackle, being pursued. He throws it. It's complete inside the top, but it's knocked out of bounds. And they're going to roll that incomplete. He had it, and as soon as he caught it to turn, 
it was knocked away by a Falcon defender. Man, that was a big guy. That's one of their defensive linemen that was playing tight end, number 99. Jamarius Kemp, who had it, and knocked away right as he caught it in turn. So that does bring up fourth down. Hardman, is he a left-handed guy, or is he ambidextrous? I don't know. That's the second left-handed throw we've seen him make. I didn't really could tell from the other ones. That, you know, It looked a notice. little yeah. flimsy, but, I mean, it got there. So I wonder if that's not his strong hand that he's just kind of – he was rolling out to the left side. So that first one he used. threw was very strong with his I just left hand. Was that his left hand he did that way? That's a left-handed throw to the right side of the end zone. It's intercepted by North Thorny. Number 19, that is KC Cornelius, who he was injured earlier in the game when we kind of feared the worst off the bat, you know, because he had that knee injury last year. But he picks this one off in the corner of the end zone. I venture to say he's feeling a little bit better. Uh, I think so, too. And really, that was just really good coverage there. He came in on the underside of the receiver there right at the last minute and really just got in between the receiver and the ball and uh, just made a great play, great coverage there by Casey Cornelius. Yeah, and Cornelius has given up almost six inches there to, uh, to Zatavian Evans. And he was able to come down with that. He had great position, really blocked out Evans in the end zone and was able to grab that one and take it away for a turnover and a touchback. Suits takes the snap, hands it off to Rivera. He's going to kind of bounce it around the right side. He's going to be brought down after a gain of five, almost six on the plate. We're seeing those running lanes clog a lot quicker than we have the past two weeks, which is a good test for this North Forney offense. And it's a good test for Rivera. You know, you're not always going to have everything blocked up to the second level. Sometimes you're going to have to make a man miss. Sometimes you're going to have to break a tackle. Another handoff for Rivera. He's going to be wrapped up around the ankles. He's going to be out near a first down marker. We'll see. And they're going to give it to him at the 30-yard line. That's good for a first down for the Falcons. They hurry back to the line of scrimmage again. Two receivers to the right and one to the left. Rivera, they're running back to Kobe's left on the right side of the field. They hand it off again to Rivera. He shoots up and he tries to dart back with a little cutback, but they're going to meet him right there after a gain of uh, only three on the plate. Yeah, I think Rivera's just a, you know, once he gets past that initial line of defenders, he's kind of having a hard time seeing that secondary hole open up. And that's maybe one reason why they're continually going to him. And once again, they'll hand it off. This time he's got a little bit of room to run. Right on the left side, cut to the middle, breaks the tackle across the 50-yard line. And that's a Calvin Rivera run that we're used to all the way down to the 47-yard line of Spruce. And North 40 once again already back up to the line of scrimmage. I think if you ask Rivera if he likes an open space or running into guys better, I think he would tell you running into guys. Another snap to the Kobe's left. He'll pick it up and hand it off again to Rivera, plowing ahead. Another <laughs> eight-yard, almost nine-yard gain. I think he just loves the contact. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what he's kind of he's looking for. He's like, man, I got a lot of open room this way, but it's not as much fun <laughs> as if I run to that linebacker over there. He's so strong. Rivera again to Kobe's left in the shotgun. See if they go for another run play. This time they fake it. Colby's looking. He's looking deep. He's got Jackson Ennels. Completed the five. Touchdown. Colby to Jackson. This time it works and connects and pays off. Again, that's just an incredible play call there by the offense. Just uh, offensive coordinator there. They just pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it. Even when I thought maybe they would go to a pass play earlier in the possession, they continued to pound it. Then something opened up. There you have Jackson Ennels in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, you, you can kind of tell that they keep setting it up, keep setting that up, and because they run it so fast in such fast tempo that as a defense you, you almost you just don't have time to think about, oh, hey, could they do it, you know, take a shot here, do a play action? And it kind of bites them. Carlos Rodriguez getting ready for the extra point. The kick is up, and it is good. 
So with 8.47 left to play here in the third quarter, North Forney leads the Spruce Timberwolves 35 to nothing. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. North Forney gets ready to kick off again. Uh, some other scores from around the district. Lucas Lovejoy trails Frisco Liberty 14-3 in the third quarter. Of course, we talked about uh, Wiley East losing last night to Denton Ryan 48-22, which that's nothing to scoff at. Denton Ryan is really, really good, like tops in the state good. Uh, over in West Mesquite, over in Mesquite, West Mesquite leads Garland Lakeview Centennial 34-14 in the third quarter. This kick's going to go all the way down here. The end zone's going to be picked up by Jordan Carroll. That's a touchdown, isn't it? It is. Jordan Carroll picks it up for a touchdown. Nope. Travion Hardman let it bounce. They actually might call it down at the one-yard line. They're going to call it down. But it's it still is North Forney football because they, they kicked it off. It was one of those kind of they just let it bounce, and Hardman let this one keep bouncing and bouncing. And if it bounces and then goes into the end zone, that's a free play. And it kept just he just kind of let it go, and it was right inside the one-yard line. Carroll raced down there, slid on top of it, slid into the end zone. But when he picked it up, he was down right inside the one-yard line. That's North Forney football. Wow. Another kickoff spectacular. So it looks like we might have a, a timeout because of uh, some confusion there. Well, I think just the refs are explaining to to uh, to the Spruce head coach, you know, hey, that's it's live ball. Nobody ever got on it. Nobody ever recovered it except for North Forney. So that's North Forney football inside the one-yard line. Man, I think that's, you know, when you start mixing in, you, you use all those onside kicks, and then you – I think it really just starts messing with your return team. So then when you start squibbing it, you start pooching it, you start kicking it towards the corners and let it bounce and kind of bounce around and stuff, I think you're, you're so mentally shot. If, if you're not prepared mentally for something like that, then that, this is what can happen is that you let plays like this that you normally just go pick up that ball and return and you let it go, and, and it can really cost you. Well, and again, Rodriguez is such a talented kicker that, I mean, he can kick it deep, you know. And so uh, he's not just one of those guys that they onside or they skip because they can't kick it deep. He can do all of it. So Colby and the offense will come back out onto the field at the one-yard line, first and goal. Handoff up the middle. That's a touchdown for North Forney. I don't know who was running. I don't think it was Rivera running that one. But it wasn't also Nate Miller. We'll see who that is when we come away from the touchdown celebration. 
But it is a touchdown for North Forney, so they go up and score again to push the lead to 41-0, pinning an extra point. I think it was number 22. That well, is Galen, Galen Brown. Brown. Yeah, Galen Brown, who had a big hit earlier, he's going to get the goal line work here, which was Willie Thomas last year. The extra point kick is up and good from Carlos Rodriguez. So again, with another Falcons score. That pushes the lead for the North Forney Falcons. 42 to nothing over Spruce with 8.39 to play here in the third quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I've seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Go Falcons! Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Another little pooch squib kick down inside the 20-yard line. This one will be fielded this time by the Spruce Timberwolves out to the 25-yard line where he's finally the ball carrier's taken down there, and that was Marquise Major on the return. So North Forney with another kicking game clinic this week has helped them get out to a 42 to nothing lead on Spruce. You know, this is how much better Spruce is last this year than they were last year, at least with Hardman, is that it was a 42 nothing game at halftime for North Forney last year. I think uh, Spruce are doing some things that uh, is putting a little bit more adversity to North Forney, but I think we're seeing that the game plan and the athleticism of this North Forney team is really just too much for Spruce. Uh, some of the scores again that last night, the crosstown rival Forney Jackrabbits played against Terrell, <coughs> and Forney lost 23-9. to Hardman's going to keep this one around the left side, and he gets walloped. The mixture of Holt. Mixture of Holt and Chiapuzio. Brings up second down and eight. So, yeah, Forney's losing to Terrell. Terrell, of course, is in 4A. They had a couple of good years. Last year they weren't as good, Terrell. Or last year they were really good. And this, this, so far this year they started out 0-2, but they were able to beat Forney last night 23-9. You know, I, I was talking to Will about this. This is setting up to be one heck of a unity ball at the end of the year. No doubt. It's number six on the carry for It's Harris Spruce. around the left side. He's going to get close to a first, the first down marker, about a yard short. It's going to bring up third and one for the Timberwolves here as they're at the 30, their own 34-yard line. 7.25 left in the third quarter. 
42 nothing the score in favor of North Forney, of course. And the wind has kind of switched directions on us. It was blowing from the south. It's kind of blowing a little bit more from, looks like from the east, maybe southeast. Harvin takes the direct snap around the left side, hops over the uh, lot of scrimmage as he tried to get past the first down marker, and it looks like he finally did. So that is good enough for a first down. Yeah, I think this has been a really good test for North Forney's defense. This is finally an offense that is competent, you know, that has some experience moving the ball, has some playmakers. You know, Mount Pleasant had the, that little uh, freshman a couple weeks ago, uh, but they really didn't use him a whole lot. Here they, they do feature, Spruce does feature Hardman, and he is quite the playmaker. We saw it in the return game. We saw it in a couple of broken down plays. He can throw. He can run. And I think it's, it's really been a good test for North Forney's defense. He sprints out to the right this time. Looks to throw, and it's batted away by Roby Robinson. We got a hand on it and almost brought it in for interception. Man, a really nice athletic play over his head to knock that one away. You, know, you mentioned that, Wally, as far as this being a great test. But I will say that this is the first team that, at this point in the game, that North Forney has held to zero. At this point, the first two weeks, both the other teams have scored you know, by this point in the game. So although I, I do agree that, that this has been probably the toughest offense, Scoreboard-wise, they're still holding them scoreless. Well, what the, the thing that North Forney's been able to do this week that they really haven't much the first two weeks and a whole lot last year defensively is to get some turnovers. Right. Whether it's on downs, whether it's get an interception or a fumble recovery. Harvin this time breaks around the left side and then comes right back across the middle of the field, but that's good for about a 15-yard gain across midfield all the way down to the 47 of North Forney. And a lot of those have been red zone turnovers, or as Spruce has gotten closer to the red zone, that's when they've caused confusion, either high snaps, lost snaps for Spruce. Yeah, and you know, and a lot of these teams coming up in district will really like to run the ball. That'll be kind of their first thing. They'll, they'll run the ball, and they'll throw a lot of short, quick throws. And that was kind of, that's kind of Highland Park's game. That's Poteet's game. That's West Mesquite's game. And a lot of those good teams, that's, that's, that's what they do. So, I mean, just to kind of see a team that runs the ball a lot here, although they run a lot more with their quarterback than anything, but it also does a lot of those short, quick throws. It's a bit of a good test going into to start a district next week against Wiley East. Handoff up the middle and bounces to the left side. That's Harris, who's going to be taken down just before he gets to the first down marker, just a yard shy all the way across the 40-yard line. And, of course, next week we do start out, like we talked about earlier, uh, Will will be down on the sideline as our sideline reporter in game. So we'll be able to cut down to him, get some you know, injury updates, get some uh, just general updates as well. And, and he'll also be able to talk to Coach Jackson as he uh, heads off the field at halftime and maybe come back on it from halftime. So that'll be a very interesting take. We have, that's something we haven't got on our broadcast yet, being able to get live in-game updates from Coach Jackson and injury updates and any kind of other updates. So that, it'll be a lot of fun. It should really up uh, our level of broadcasting for next week is sure as, as well. So definitely tune in for that Wally East game. Hardman takes the snap, rolls out to his right. He's got some room to run. He's going to turn and throw, but he's across the line of scrimmage. So they're going to throw a flag on that one. It's incomplete down around the five-yard line. But he was past the line of scrimmage when he threw that. I think he would have been much better off just taking off and running. He probably would have gotten there five or ten yards before anybody got to him. And really, you know, the pass he threw um, couldn't have been caught in bounds anyway, and he was out, really. So not much productive there from that throw. So, yeah, definitely tune in next week for our Wiley East game. If, you, if you're tuned in now, definitely tune in next week. And uh, we'll have some sideline sideline reporting. Yeah, Spruce has put up over 40 points a game the first couple of weeks. And, of course, that's a zero tonight. And, obviously, like they, like I said, they played Dallas Roosevelt, North Dallas, who 
there really aren't much of a competition, but that showed that they can move the ball, can score some points. And North Point's defense has been able to, even though they've given up a little yardage, they've been able to get some big plays, some big turnovers, and that's really forced Spruce to, to come up with zero points on the offensive side. I want to remind you about our Young Ideas text toy. Um, let us know how we're doing. Let us know you're listening in, even just a go Falcons. And just uh, we like to. Or go know. Wally. I mean, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want. Uh, I'll leave it up to y'all. But, yeah, that number is 469-355-0362. Hardman on the direct snap, takes it, and he's going to be dropped for a big loss. It's Roby Robinson getting back there, a loss of almost six, all the way back to the 45-yard line. That's going to bring up fourth down and eight. Maybe it's our talk with Coach Delgado, and you actually mentioned that at our uh, Falcon Spirit now at Solomon's Barbecue that after that talk with Coach Delgado, we'd probably pay a little bit more attention to the play of the outside linebackers, and we have denied. And we've seen some great plays by Robertson and the other uh, guys of that uh, outside linebacker core. Yeah, Robertson, Dickinson. I mean, they, yeah, but a couple of them have gotten in and made some big plays. They're going to mark that down all the way back at the 49-yard line. So that was a loss of 12 or loss of 10. That's going to make it fourth down and 12 now. Hardman takes the snap, draws back. He's just going to heave this one up along the right side of the, the sideline. And an offensive – or that's going to be a penalty on the defense. Casey Cornelius. I think he kind of just got more tripped up and ran into the to the receiver, but they are going to get him for pass interference, and that that's an easy call on that one. Yeah, I think it was just pass crossing at the wrong time and, and not a malicious play by Cornelius whatsoever. I think it was just the receiver changes route up a little bit. Cornelius was on his uh, – you know, doing his coverage – and uh, they just met, but yeah, easy call for them. Well, and it's unfortunate too because Hartman, I mean, he really just kind of sat back and just chunked that one up, hoping that his receiver would go make a play. So it kind of kind of got bailed out because I don't think there was much cover or much reading of the coverage or anything there. He just turned it through it. I think Cornelius was playing the ball too, and you know, saw that hey, he might be able to get a pick out of that. But in that, looking at the ball, ran into the receiver. Doss in the pistol formation. He's got a running back right behind him. Hartman's out for this play. Doss will turn, hand it off, met again. Is that Roby? It is Roby Robinson coming up from the outside linebacker position to make another big tackle. That was Harris on the carry again. Harris is slow to get up. I mean, that was a man, that was a big hit put on by Roby as he flew up there. His speed is so impressive and how he attacks. I mean, he just goes with no abandon. I mean, he just really just goes 120% when he attacks somebody. A great play there by the outside linebacker, Roberson. So a loss of a couple on the play that brings up second down and 12. Doss still in at quarterback. Got 3.45 left in the third quarter. Spurs has made it down to the North 40 end of the field a couple of times, but the Falcons' defense has really stood up, bowed up a couple of times. A low snap, but it's picked up by Harris in the backfield as the running back, and Roby Robinson back there again, him and Chiapuzo, Chiapuzio back there to meet another big loss. That could have been a good play for Spruce after it kind of broke down as it went straight to Harris. He picked it up and started to run, but, man, Robinson and Chiapuzio were there so quickly. Actually, I think that was number five. Oh, Ginny Lee. Yeah, and he, they've snuck him in a few times. Doss takes a step back. He's looking to throw. He's going to scramble out to his left. Now, Chunk, throw it downfield. It was complete for a second and then broken up with another nice hit from Kyle Hogwood, the birthday man himself. 
breaking that one up and bringing it fourth down because that would have been a first down inside the 20-yard line had Hogwood not been there to break that one up. That was a really smart play by Hogwood because he had a choice to either make the play on the ball or make the play on the receiver, and he chose to make the play on the receiver to break that up. That was a really nice, disciplined play where, where a lot of guys might have went to the ball. Um, he went to the receiver. Really great job there by Hogwood. So that brings up fourth down and 18 for Spruce. The ball is at the 42-yard line of North Forney. They've got to get, get, they have to get all the way down inside the 34, or inside the 20, 24. This time a delayed handoff back around the other side. It's Jenny Lee with it. He's trying to dance around in the backfield, cuts back across the field again, and then finally met and dropped by number 95, DeAndre Robinson. Lee's listed as a quarterback, so I was kind of thinking maybe he would uh, maybe try to throw something downfield after he got the ball before he crossed the line of scrimmage, of course. But uh, he, he never did. He kept it and tried to shift, but the defense sniffed it out well. 2.49 remaining here in the third quarter. Turnover on downs. The Falcons offense will come back out onto the field. Pretty sure this is about as late as the starters have played. Did they play this late in Creekview? At Creekview? Uh, no. If I remember right, it was halfway through the third quarter when they came out. Well, this is kind of uncharted territory. They're going to hand it off to, I don't know if that's Nate Miller. We'll see who, who that is. Gain of three for North Forney. That is yeah, Nate that Miller. Is but, but, you know, this is something, you know, as the district comes on, these stars are going to be playing, you know, most all four quarters. So It's good to get yourself conditioned no doubt. to play that way. No doubt. Another shotgun formation for Suits. Turns and hands it off to Nate Miller. Still, man, a little rugged run there. Had two or three Timberwolves draped on him, but he's able to pull them all the way to the first down marker, and that will move the chains for the Falcons. And that's something that Nate Miller said he's really been working on and the coaches have really challenged him to, rather than, than you know, going side to side, about just you know finding the hole and, and going vertical with it. So good run there by Miller. Now, I say the starters are in. What it looks like is Colby is still in as he takes – he keeps it around the left side, gets upended after a gain of just a couple. But yeah, it looks like because Nate Miller's in, which he splits time, but it looks like maybe the second team of offense, offensive line maybe maybe in there as well. You got uh, Jaden Barrel as far as Barrel receiving wise. Barrel's still in there, but uh, Connor Sides is now in there at receiver as well. He gets to run with the first team, but he's uh, mainly a second team guy. And then of course, number 14, Glenn De La Haas uh, coming in as well. We so it looks him. like your main starters are, a little, are out now. Hand off to Nate Miller, and he's going to be met as soon as he takes the handoff in the backfield by a couple of Timberwolves. No gain. That brings up third down and eight. Ball at the Spruce 44. We saw De La Haas make some really good plays last week against Carrollton. Yeah, and that's, you know, I, when I say that they're not the starters, not the first team, that by no, mean, by no means does that mean that they're not a good player because we've seen Connor Sides make some really good plays. We've seen De La Haas make some really good plays. This one's thrown over the middle and over the head of Jaden Barrell, and that brings up fourth down and eight, and we'll see what North Forney decides to do here. Kind of in that tough territory there, but it looks like they will send the punt unit out. We'll see. I, I don't well, even know no. who their punter is, I, yeah. And unless they want to do a little pooch, they might bring out. It looks like their first team off it. You got Barclay Ford. Barclay Ford's back out there. Rivera's in the backfield. Suits he, has dropped back pretty deep. He might just kind of pooch this one. Yeah, and you got Roby Robertson. But then, you, I mean, you still got to kind of cover those guys. It's a high snap. Suits takes it. He's going to kind of squib rugby-style punt this one down inside the 10, running after <laughs> his barrel. And that, that ball just took off on him. He couldn't get there in time. 
Yeah, he's making a good play on it to try and get it to where it would really press him back, but it beat him to the end zone. There's 58 seconds to play here in quarter number three. North Fournia has pushed this lead out to 42 to nothing. Don't, don't forget to stick around after, as soon as the game is over and join us for our Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. Yeah, that's right. Soul Man's is such a big player as far as Cape and Y sports go. They're our Falcon Spirit Night sponsor. They're our pre-game show sponsor. They're our post-game show sponsor. So go show them some love. But, yeah, stick around. Right after the game's over, we'll get to the post-game, the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show as soon as this one is over. we still got a few minutes or a few seconds left here in the third quarter and a whole fourth quarter to play. Doss takes the snap, throws it. Oh, is that intercepted? I believe it I is. I think it is. Yeah, they're going to call his interception. Holy cow. That was Derek Holt flying up from his safety position and came sliding in there and caught that ball on the slide. Wow. And it was really just a kind of a soft play of the receiver. He kind of gave up on it, but Holt didn't. Came sliding in there. And that just speaks a lot to the effort from these North Falcon, uh, for, uh, North, North Forney Falcons, excuse me. Well, I think Holt said, hey, if you're not going to take it, I will. So it looks like the Falcon offense will come back out onto the field. Suits will bring the offense back. Rivera comes out there with him. Man. Jordan Carroll's coming out, so it looks like we're going to see the first team and offense. Jackson Hills, yep. A mixture. It looks maybe like maybe a mixture of first and second team guys. In there at H back is number 15, Anthony Makwa. Snap. Taking handoff to, to Rivera. Inside the 10. Breaks a, breaks a tackle inside the five. He made that one look easy, and there's a, a slew of Timberwolf defenders laying on the ground that he just ran through. And I don't think they were hurt. I think they were just shook. <laughs> <laughs> so they make easy work of that one. A nice turnover again uh, caused by the Falcon defense and Derek Holt. And then the offense turns around one play later and put, punches in another touchdown thanks to Rivera's touch, touchdown run. With 42 seconds left, here comes an extra point from Rodriguez. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up, and also good. So with that, the Falcons lead 49 to nothing. We'll take a quick break and be right back here. You're listening to Wally and Jaron on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469. 878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Forty-two seconds to play here in quarter number three at Citibank Stadium in Forney, Texas. The Falcons are putting a whooping on Spruce in really in a myriad of ways whether it's onside kicks, whether it's a kick that went down the field and they recovered it at the one. 
they've had a couple of interceptions. They've had a couple of fumble recoveries. They've had a couple, some big sacks. Had some big touchdown throws. They've had some big touchdown runs. This ball is going to be a bit loose inside the 15, and it's still it's going to be picked up by North 40. And it's going to be taken into the end zone, but they're going to bring it back out to the 20-yard line. It'll be North 40 football at the 18-yard line. Wow. So to answer your question, wherever the kicking team recovers it is where they're down. <laughs> wow, that one was another squib, and it was just bouncing all the way inside. The, it hit off the returner at about the 15-yard line, right off the shin, and it bounced a good five or seven yards away. He went to pick it up in front of him and come sliding through there. It was, I think it was Jordan Carroll came sliding through there, was able to knock the ball out of his hands as he was trying to pick it up. And then after that, it was picked up by another Falcon Another Falcon teammate, and they're going to call him down as soon as he picked it up. They'll mark him down at the 18-yard line, but North 40, just that kicking game. My goodness, when, so, when a team watches this on film, it's just going to give the coaches headaches just from the fact that they're going to have to spend a lot of time preparing for that. And that's something usually you don't – you might spend, you know, a 30-minute segment on once a week. Hey, we, that's, this is how we're going to recover kicks or, you know. But this is something they're going to have to spend a couple of days every day on. So Colby went out there. <laughs> he went out there to take a snap, and they're like, no, 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 no. You're, you're not the quarterback anymore. Get out of here. So North Forney has to – well, they were going to burn a timeout, but they got a penalty first. It was a legal substitution as too many men in the huddle. <laughs> Usually you don't get that with your quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Usually he's a welcome guy in the huddle. <laughs> so now in there at quarterback, number 18, Logan Williams, the sophomore. So we saw Jordan Carroll in there the last couple weeks as the backup. Now we'll see Logan Williams. He hands it off up the middle down to the 16-yard line. That was number 27, Jacob Soto. Soto on the carry, good for a gain of seven. And we're coming up on the end of the third quarter, and I think that'll be the last play for North Forney. So let's take a step away as we enter quarter number four. It's the North Forney Falcons 49, the Spruce Timberwolves zero. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I've seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost-effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like, and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Go Falcons! Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, we're ready to start the fourth quarter here at Citibank Stadium. North 40 leads Spruce 49 to nothing. Logan Williams is in at quarterback for North 40. And Jacob Soto is in at running back for the Falcons. 
A couple other scores around the district. Frisco Lone Star leads Lovejoy 28-3. That's early in the fourth quarter. Hand off to Soto up the middle. Gain of a couple down to about the 12-yard line. You know, through almost three completed weeks of play, I think I've seen more diversity from one team than I've seen in a long time. And I've been covering high school football on the radio for several years now. And, uh, and we've just seen such a wide variety from this team. Another handoff to Soto. He's met just as he crosses the line of scrimmage. He'll be two yards short of the first down. It brings up fourth and two uh, at about the 11-yard line of Spruce. West Mesquite leads Garland Lakeview Centennial midway to the third quarter, 40-14. to 14. Mesquite Poteet losing big time to Mansfield Lakeridge, 41-10. A handoff up the middle to Soto, and he's going to be into the end zone. Fourth and two from the 11, and he squirts all the way through the middle of the line of scrimmage, all the way in the end zone, and the Falcons score again. And that's something that, that you love to see these young guys get, you know. That might not get just a whole, whole lot of playing time. You're definitely thankful. Uh, you know, for those guys to be able to get that and, and experience that excitement. Don't forget, as we finish up the fourth quarter here, we finish this game. As the extra point kick is up and good. Actually, we'll uh, let's take a quick break. It's 56 to nothing. Falcons over the Timberwolves. We'll be right back here on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylyntravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. So the Falcons get set for another another kickoff. I hate to call it an onside kick. I hate to call it a squib because just you never know. They're set for another, uh, another kickoff. Of course, Highland Park played last night. Uh, against Mansfield Timberview, who's a pretty good team, and they were trailing Mansfield Timberview for most of the game. But a couple of big plays got Highland Park back in it, and they ended up scratching one out, 34-32 over Mansfield Timber Timberview. This kickoff's going to bounce to the 25-yard line and die right there, but it's picked up by Spruce. They're going to be in, outside the 30-yard line across the 35, all the way out to the 39-yard line, and that is where Spruce will take over. Spruce has been able to move the ball some, but they just – you know, when it gets to crunch time, North Forney's defense puts the clamps down as they have just about every game they've played so far. They'll, they'll, you know, they can let you move a little bit, but they know when when it's crunch time and they, and they clamp down. That coverage team for North Forney, we saw them there. The whole time they were uh, tracking down that returner, they were stri trying to strip the ball. They, they were not letting anything up. They were still trying to get that football. 11 minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. 
Falcons have led throughout. Is this a little bit tighter of a game than the score would probably suggest? It has been controlled pretty easily by North Forney. Doss is going to keep the, hang, the handoff this time. He's going to run around the right side across the 50-yard line and steps out of bounds. But that is going to be enough for a first down all the way down to the North Forney 48-yard line. Yeah, as we look ahead to next week, next week's opponent, Wiley East, the Pirates of Wiley East. A 7.30 kickoff Friday night right back here at Citibank Stadium. We'll, of course, have pregame live at 7 o'clock. We'll give it a better better shot this time than we or this coming time than we did tonight. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have a, a sideline reporter, Will Riggs, will be joining us next week to give us some sideline reporting. He'll be able to talk to Coach Jackson. He comes in and out of halftime, get some updates and some some uh, some analysis from him. That ought to be a lot of fun a lot of, and real interesting uh, for our broadcast. So that'll be a lot of fun. So tune in next week, 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kickoff, right here on KFY Sports on True Texas Radio. Of course, you can download the app. It's real simple, KFY Sports or True Texas Radio. And then it's just, man, once you get that app downloaded, it's just a couple of clicks, and you're listening to uh, to us, one of the best broadcasts around, whether you like it or not. And also, you know, search on iTunes, our podcasts. Um, they're up now. And so you can go back and listen to a recording of the game as we have a timeout taken, I believe, by Spruce. So we'll take it with them. So we'll be back here on KFNY True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. Ten thirty-two to play here in the fourth quarter. At timeout on the field, we're back here at Citibank Stadium. We were just talking about how next week we'll be right back here against Wiley East with the sideline reporter and everything. Uh, of course, we will be back at Soul Man's Barbecue for another Falcon Spirit Night this Monday night, and it's the first Spirit Night before district starts. That's always kind of a, you're really amped up for that. Doss is going to keep this one again around the right side, bounces it outside. Down inside the 30-yard line, all the way down to the 29, and that'll be enough for a Timberwolf first down. A couple times now, Doss has kept that, that read option, kept it himself, and he's kept some pretty good yardage out of it. Yeah, for sure. And you know, you got to give it to these Timberwolves. I mean, they're still punching at it. They're, they're not letting up. They're still wanting to put anything on the board that they can. And still got their first team out there, it looks like. So, you know, you got to give them some credit. Well, and you have to remember, this is also – Spruce, you know, they play in a relatively easy district. So, you know, playing the team like North Forney is a big, big test for them. You know, it's kind of help, helps prepare them quite a bit. And so they're still going to use this opportunity to, to help get them their team better as district comes around because they, they have a goal of making playoffs as well. You know, every good team and every great coaching staff, they use every game, no matter it being a non-district, a blowout or whatever, as a learning opportunity. So, so every game is a teacher. And so – they're putting some good things on film now that can help them later down the road. Second down and four for the Timberwolves. Ball at the 20-yard line. Doss takes the snap. He's going to hand it off this time to Hardman, who gets spun around in the backfield. Now breaks it out around the right side. Picks up a block inside the 25-yard line. Picks up the first down. 
or inside the 15-yard line, picking up the first down all the way down to the 13. Timberwolves threatened to score for the first time tonight. But this is typically when we see the Falcon defense kind of shine is kind of when their back's against the the goal line there. Well, it's kind of like they turn around and see the, the end zone, but oh, no, 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 you ain't getting there. <laughs> we didn't realize you were that, that close. <laughs> we were trying to help you out a little bit, but we're not going to – don't get crazy on this. You know. We're not going to let you score or anything. So first and ten from the 13. Doss takes the snap, draws back. He's looking for the right end zone fade, and it's knocked away at the last moment by our boy Christopher Lowe. Just great, clean defensive play there by Furlow. I mean, he just really, again, just played the ball and, and but kept his eyes on the receiver. Uh, did not get crazy, did not get handsy. Just a good disciplined play there by Furlow. You know, there's two different ways you could play, uh, you know, a pass like that that's kind of over your head. One, you can turn your head back, look for the ball, and make a play on the ball. Or two, you can wait for the receiver to put his hands up, and then you go after, after his hands, put, get your hands in front of his, and that's exactly what Chris did that time and was able to knock the ball away. Hardman runs into a lot of scrimmage, but then he breaks it to the right side, outside and into the end zone, and Spruce finally has their first touchdown of the game. Well, that was just Hardman just kind of making a play out of nothing. Uh, you know, things were congested, so he was able to get to the outside before the North Forney defense could adjust. So really just good athletic play there by Hartman, and it looks like they're probably going to go for two. Well, they're lining up at what we call the swinging gate. I had a team that I covered last year that did that a lot. And then North Forney ready for it, prepared for it, covered it well, so then they'll move back into the regular kicking formation. Lopez setting up for the extra point. It's a high snap, but the snap is the hold is down and the kick is up. And the kick is good. So Spruce finally gets on the board. It's 56 to 7 with 840 to play here in the fourth quarter. And we'll be right back here on KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. Eight forty to play here in the game. North forty has blown this one open, fifty-six to seven against Spruce, and North forty will finally get to re play a little uh, kick return. And they try an onside kick, and this one's going to be—it's all loose and on the ground. This one's going to be picked up by Spruce. The Timberwolves giving North forty a little taste of their own medicine. <laughs> Look like uh, Trey Barksdale. Had the ball in his hands just for a split second for North Forney. But then it had it knocked out as he got hit and taken to the ground. 
And then Spruce jumped on it after that. Yeah, again, you know, like you said, Spruce just kind of giving a little bit of their own medicine there. And uh, of North Forney's on medicine there. So we'll see the North Forney defense again. Uh, you know, decent field position for the Timberwolves. The Young Ideas text toy line is up and running as Hardman gets the carry. Bounces it across the right side. He gets flipped and upended by Chris Furlow. But he gets popped right back up. That gets us good for a gain of seven. Brings up second down and three. Uh, the Young Ideas text toy line is up. And uh, if you've got anything you want us to cover or talk about in the postgame show, the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show, go ahead and send that in to us. Uh, could be any questions about tonight's game or anything going forward, maybe something district-related or Wiley East-related. Uh, don't, don't, don't shy away from sending those in to us so we can get to them in our Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. That number to send that text in is 469-355-0362. That pass is completed from Doss to Edmonds, and that's good for a first down. Down inside the 29-yard line of North Forney. 740 left in the game here. 56 to 7 the score in favor of North Forney. First and 10 now. Looks like all the starters are still in for, for Spruce as the Falcons have kind of started sprinkling in some of their uh, second team guys. Receiver in motion from left to right. Now Doss looking for the snap of the pistol. Takes a snap then pitches it out as he was falling down to Jenny Lee. And he is wrapped up and taken down for a big loss, a loss of about five on the play. Doss, it looked like he kind of wildly just took that snap. It didn't look like it was a bad snap or anything. He just kind of maybe tripped on his own feet, was stumbling to the ground, but was able to get it to pitch away, but it caused it to be a big loss. I will tell you, this Timberwolf team, they really do try to extend plays, especially with the guys at their skill positions, Hartman and Doss. They really try, you know, even on their way down, they're going to try to get something out of what they have. So that brings up second down and 15 now. Ball at the 34. Dawson the pistol. Takes the snap, draws back, looking over the middle. Throws right now, and it's caught there and taken down at the 25-yard line by two Falcon defenders. That's going to be Chris Furlow. That was Zatavian Evans on the reception. Brings up third down and about seven. I believe Clarence Thorne. Maybe was the other defender there. Not completely sure, though, for North 40. Coming up on the six-minute mark, halfway through the fourth quarter here. Falcons lead 56-7. to Doss draws back. He's looking left. He's going to chunk one, heave one down near the end zone, and it's well overthrown. The intended receiver was Edmondson. It was a great play, though, by Trey Barksdale. He stayed step-by-step step with the receiver, number 12, Chris Edmondson for Spruce. Uh, you know, number 16, Barksdale did not let that Spruce receiver get any space between. Fourth and seven now. North Forney's defense loves making these big stands and not giving up any points. We'll see if they can do it one more time here. Snap taken by Doss. He's going to roll out. To his left, turns, throws across his shoulder, across his body, and it's incomplete. As a couple of players collide down inside the five-yard line, mm. that was just a mesh of people. I mean, <laughs> you know, and we've got two Timberwolves still down. They look shaken up pretty good. There were two Timberwolves receivers and two 
Falcon uh, defensive backs back there, and it ended up being the two Timberwolves receivers taking the brunt of it. And they're still down on, on the field. Uh, you know what? We can go ahead and take take a minute to step away if you're ready, Jaron. Yeah, sure. All right, well, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. It's 56-7, your Falcons lead. Listen to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. For you at Musser Chevrolet and Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! Falcon offense is back out onto the field. And the snap is high and over the head of Logan Williams. He is able to chase it down inside the 10-yard line, fall back on top of it, but not before a big, big loss of about 16 yards on the plate. Yeah, again, got some of the younger guys out there for North Forney. So you expect to see maybe some miscues. It's the first time for several of these guys to play this season. Another bobbled snap. Williams will pick it up. He's going to be met as soon as he does at the one-yard line. Almost a safety, but we'll mark him down just outside the one. So North Forney going backwards here. Now third. Well, third in a long, long way. Third in about 34. I'd be curious to kind of see what they do here. I don't think they're going to want to draw back and and throw, but you have to be careful not, you know, also don't want to get a safety here either. 4.50 to play in the fourth quarter. Williams, the quarterback, he'll take the snap this time, hands it off to Nate Miller. Miller pushing ahead, he'll get out near the five-yard line, still on his feet, and they'll finally whistle him down as he gets to the four-yard line. I'll bring it up fourth in a very, very long way, and that'll bring out the Falcon punt team. I really enjoyed our conversation with Nate Miller a couple weeks ago. He's just a great young man. Really, all these these young men that we've been able to talk to the past few weeks, just really be impressed with how they handle themselves, how they talk, how they take the questions. You know, what we ask them are not prepared questions. They don't know beforehand what we're going to ask. So they really have done just an incredible job, and that just speaks to uh, Coach Jackson and the whole North Forney uh, high school you know, staff for just these, these quality young men. Colby will come back out onto the field to punt. And this one's not a very good punt. He got that out the side of the leg or side of the foot. And that one's only going to get out to about the 22-yard line. So Spruce will be right back on the field with their offense. If you're North Warren, I think you'd like to be able to, even with your second team in there, run that clock out with a couple of, you know, couple of first downs, running first downs. But they were unable to do so. So just under four minutes to play. Falcons, of course, do lead 56-7. to 
But Spruce's offense will be back out onto the field. Doss and the first team offense will still be out there. I say first team offense, that's that's really about all Spruce has got is one <laughs> one offense. They don't have very many guys on the sideline. Again, a, a pretty small roster there for Spruce, especially for being a 5A school. Furlow runs out on the field late for the Falcons. He'll play some some safety, it looks like. Doss will turn around, fake the handoff, fake the read option. He's going to keep it himself. Makes a, Almost made a main miss, but he fell down himself. Just about a yard shy of the first down marker. Inside the 15, though. Looks like there was a little bit of confusion there on the defense, but when you're mixing personnel and getting guys in and out, especially at this point in the game, you, you kind of expect some of that. Once again, you still got a, you got a few minutes to get some uh, some questions in for the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. You can text those in to our uh, Young Ideas text to line, and that is that number is 469-355-0362. Uh, we'll get to some of those at the Soul Man Barbecue postgame show. Hardman trying to cut out to the, the, uh, the left side. Gets tripped up right before he does. But he does get enough, just enough, for a first down at the 12-yard line. Also, if there's something that you've really enjoyed about this North Forney Falcon football team so far this season, text that in as well. We want to give those guys credit um, over the air. So text that in as well. And, of course, we will have our Falcon Spirit Night uh, live from Soul Man's Barbecue at 590 Pinson Road on Monday night. And that uh, we'll be out there at 630, 630 to 830. You get to, that's a chance to meet a lot of the players, see a lot of the players, see how much those guys can eat because they, they can eat a lot. A lot of the fans that come out to support as well. Why don't you come out here and come out there and join us? Once again, that's at Soul Man's Barbecue at 590 Pinson Road right across uh, – from Brookshire's. I haven't been around the Solmans coming from Louisiana. I mean, I'm just impressed with all the different sides they have. It's crazy. Yeah, and I'm a sucker for their sausage for sure. Hardman takes the handoff around the left side. He's going to barrel his way into the end zone. That would be another touchdown for Spruce. They're going to tack on a couple of late touchdowns here. Uh, of course, next week's game, 7.30 kickoff, 7 o'clock pregame that you can catch right here on KFNY Sports. True Texas Radio, you can just download the app. Uh, Cape and Y Sports or True Texas Radio, either one. And you can catch us right here. That pregame will be right at 7 o'clock and again, kickoff at 7.30. It'll be right back here live at Citibank Stadium. We'll face off against the Wiley East. Are they Pirates or Raiders now that I'm saying it in my head? Raiders. They're the Raiders. Yeah, Wiley East Poteet's Raiders. the Pirates. Well, and I thought, well, and I think, so Wiley, the regular Wiley, Wiley, High school, they're the Pirates, I believe. Okay. And I played against them. They were in our, my district back in the day. I think that's why I got a little bit confused. So the they Timberwolves went for two. Yeah, went yeah for they two, went for yeah. two, got it. And so that's 56 to 15. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back here for the finish of this fourth quarter. It's 56 to 15. KFOY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Tracy Gray. As a longtime Forney resident, I've seen firsthand the tremendous growth and challenges our community is experiencing. Because of this, our courts must be efficient and cost-effective, all while keeping our citizens, particularly our children, safe. As a former assistant DA and as a small business owner, I know how to meet these goals. This is why I'm asking for your vote for judge of the Kaufman County Court at Law in the upcoming Republican primary. Please go to my Facebook page and click like and go to grayforjudge.com to join Team Tracy. Go Falcon! Thank you. 
Political ad paid for by Tracy Gray for Judge. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. And another onside kick that's going to be recovered by Spruce. This time they just kind of lined up all kind of in a huddle and then took off and they kicked the ball. Right down the middle of the field, too. Yep. And North Forney had their hands on it for just, a, you know, kind of bounced off of a right. couple of their, their guys' hands. I'm sure that'll be something that uh, Coach Jackson will definitely take a look at this week because, you know, if you see Poteet or if we say Wiley East, who we'll play next week, and they see that on film, yeah, they might try to exploit that because that's been twice now that North Forney hasn't been able to recover the onside kicks. So Spruce, once again, back out there with their first-team offense. They scored two touchdowns in the last three possessions. Doss kind of improvising, flicks it out to Hardman, and Hardman's way back there, and he's going to be dropped for a loss of about eight. Had several Falcons in on that stop. One, I believe, is number 50. That's 58. That's eight, McKenzie, yeah. yep. And uh, that was, the snap was way to Doss's left. He was able to kind of corral it in, but by that time he was supposed to hand it to Hardman. It was a little real late, so then he just turned around and kind of pitched it, flicked it out like a little shovel pass out to Hardman. Yeah, this speaks to just how deep this Falcon team is on both sides of the ball. Yeah, that they can still make plays even with the guys that are dubbed second team. Doss avoids a player in the backfield, now throws it, and it's incomplete. It was that the through the hands of number 27, Cedric Johnson. He was rushed there by Dominique Chipujo. He was putting the pressure on Haas, or Doss rather. Minute and a half left here to play in the fourth quarter. 56 to 15 the score. Spruce has tacked on a couple of late touchdowns here. Uh, their starters have stayed out on the field for the entirety of this one. North Forney getting in some of their other guys outside of the regulars. And again, a lot of those guys play both ways for Spruce. They do. It's kind of a testament to how good a condition they are in. Doss looks, throws it over the middle, and that's incomplete. It's big tight end defensive lineman had it in his hands. That would have been some fun to watch him run after the catch. But then again, you got to catch it to be able to run after it. That's, a, that's the second time we've seen them throw to him at both times of his hands and just bounce out. They're probably not used to just catching the ball a whole lot. So. No, and with his number being 99, <laughs> you know, that's that's how you know he's a defensive lineman first and playing tight end as out of necessity. I've seen a number 54 on a 40-yard run one time. He was <laughs> defensive lineman on the senior night. So, Well, and, and Forney has a running back that uh, – Plays defensive line as well, plays defensive tackle. And this one's intercepted deep down the right sideline. That's Christopher Lowe. That's our man making a nice play on the ball, and he's going to bring this one back. He's going to be tackled from behind near the 40-yard line. But a nice play on the ball. Looked like he was beat for a second. It was just a tad under the throne, but he went up and made a play on that one to pick that off. What a play by Christopher Lowe. I cannot wait. Hopefully he's there Monday night to talk to him because, you know, he's going to be jazzed up because he was uh, telling us Monday night you know that he cornerback is the most important position on the team, and he was 
very convicted on that. And, and you know, he just tells us a little bit about how much he loves to play the position. And uh, he has shown that tonight. Yeah, what a great play by Chris there. Like I said, he was beat for just a set. You know, it looked like he had a step on him, and it was a little bit underthrown, but he still had to really go up and make that play, and he, he did. And nice hands on that one, too. And a nice return brings it all the way back out to the 40-yard line, and that is where Logan Williams will come back out. And looks like they'll just run a little bit of a victory formation. And I always think this is funny because, you know, old school like me and you are, Jaren, taking it from under center, taking a knee, they still take the victory out of the shotgun formation. They do. And it's just so strange to watch, but that's – and I asked the coach when I was at Byron Nelson, and they did the same thing, and I asked him, why is it that they do that? Why not go up and under center and do that? And he said, well, because we never take snaps from under center. So we're, that we're more comfortable making the shotgun snap, and it's safer for us than it is to come up under center and take that. I mean, after he kind of reasoned, I was like, okay, you know, after seeing some of the snaps we've had from both teams tonight, I don't know if that's really the best case for it. But, you know, most of the time they are taking that snap from shotgun, so they are more familiar with it. And you do still have a guy back there in case that snap does go over their head. Yeah, now we do see North Forney taking under center some, a lot of times in goal line situations, but they are definitely more comfortable from the shotgun. So it looks like one more snap here, and that should end the game. Williams will take the shotgun snap, take a knee, and that'll do it. We'll run the rest of this clock out as we come up on 20 seconds to play. It's the North Forney Falcons 56 and the Spruce Timberwolves 15. We'll take a quick step away, and we'll be right back for the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show right here on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Welcome to the Soul Man's Barbecue Postgame Show. We're live from Citibank Stadium, the final tonight, 56-15, North Forney over Spruce. And it really wasn't ever close. It, you know, it felt kind of tight at a couple of different points, but never really was it ever close or, or in doubt. North Forney jumped out early, and they never looked back. This is a pretty impressive. You know, we uh, we thought going in this would be maybe the biggest test so far from North for, for North Forney uh, because, you know, Spruce can move the ball. They've got a couple of playmakers, whether it's Doss or uh, Hardman. And they were able to really contain those guys. You know, they, they moved the ball sometimes, but for the most part it was really shutting them down. And uh, anytime they got close to scoring, it was putting the clamps on like they always do for North Forney. And, uh, again, just an impressive performance as they get ready for district next week against Wiley East. Yeah, you know, and I really think uh, these three pre-district games that we've seen this year uh, so far for North Forney, they've all had their own kind of unique spins to them. So it's, uh, North Forney is able to see and, and test out a variety of things. And I think that's just really good. Um, 
especially for a team that's so non-one-dimensional. I mean, they got so many facets. So they've been able to really exercise all facets of their team, from special teams to defense to offense, and several levels of each there. So really, I think it's been a really good set of three uh, non-district games for North Forney as they get ready to tackle on their first district opponent next week in Wiley East. So Spruce had uh, 20 first downs and 142 total yards. Uh, those numbers are a little bit misdrewed, a little bit because they had a couple of snaps go over the, the quarterback's head that resulted in 20, 25-yard losses. That happened a couple of times. Uh, and so that, that's why the reason they only got 21 rushing yards on 38 attempts. But then again, towards the end, they, they kind of made a run. Their starters were still out there against North Forney's, uh, you know, backups. And so that kind of – it kind of evened out, I guess, maybe so in the end. They ended up with 21 rushing yards, 142 total. Uh, they passed the ball a lot more in this game than I've really seen them pass all year. But then they've also been – they were behind too, so that makes a little bit more sense. Uh, North Forney had 19 first downs, <coughs> 385 total yards, 236 through the air. Um, they did have one interception. Uh, Spruce had three interceptions, which resulted in three turnovers from uh, from North Forney. Uh, the Falcons also had 149 yards rushing on 36 attempts and only turned the ball over one time. Spruce had five turnovers thanks to the North Forney defense. And that, I think that was a big key between the turnovers and, of course, those onside kicks. That was a big key in this game. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and I thought – you know, the defense really did well. You know, this was probably the most prolific offense that they've seen so far. But what's interesting is, like you say, you know, up until the last bit of the fourth quarter there, they had held uh, the Spruce team to, to no points. You know, and that was the best effort there from the defense that we've seen. And there were some athletic players on that Spruce team. You know, Chris Hartman is a very athletic guy, but the defense just did such a great job. And, you know, we've said, you know, so far you know, in all three games – if there have been some possessions that's kind of caught them off guard a little bit, they've adjusted very, very well, this North Forney Falcon defense has. And, I mean, just kudos to the defensive staff. And they've just really done a great job in coaching those guys and also to show intensity every down, every play. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, I, you know, I, I want to pick a player of the game. You know, we might do that here in a little bit. But, I mean, it's just such a well-rounded performance. You know, Colby had 236 yards passing, three touchdowns. He had that one interception that went off the hands of Burrell. Uh, and into the defender side. You know, it's kind of hard to put that on him. It was a hot throw, but, uh, you know, it was more of a deflection. Uh, you know, we, we talked about Calvin really struggling, you know, really having to work for every bit of his yards. He still had 16 carries for 100, 139 yards. That's over eight yards a carry and two touchdowns. I mean, that's – man, if that, like I said, if that's going to be a bad game for Calvin Ribera, I want some more bad games from Calvin Ribera. Uh, Nate Miller added 32 on the ground. Soto came in and had a couple of good carries and then two touchdowns. Um uh, and then Barrel had 64 yards receiving on three catches. Ford had 50 yards receiving on three catches. And Jackson Ennels had a catch for 38 yards as well. And Carroll had two for 34 and a touchdown. Uh, once again, it was pretty impressive all the way around from North Forney. What we'll do here is take a quick break and then come back to finish up this Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. If you got any more questions, you could, you could zip those in one more time to the Young Ideas. Uh, text toy line at 469-355-0362. Stick around and we'll be right back here on the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. 
rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito Pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations, soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, once again, the final score, 56-15, to 15, North Forney over the Spruce Timberwolves. You know, it's, you know, I told you just a minute ago, you know, it would be hard to pick a player of the game because it was just such a well-rounded performance from everybody. Uh, you know, we could go with any of the defensive players. Uh, Christopher Lowe had a big pick towards the end of the game. Casey Cornelius had a big interception uh, in, in the end zone at one point. You know, the guy we really called his name a whole lot of in this game, you know, and we hadn't really before, not that he hadn't played well, but it was Roby Robinson. He made a lot of plays in the backfield, made a lot of plays over the middle. And that was one of the guys we kind of talked to Coach Delgado about, who's the outside linebacker coach that is uh, Roby's uh, position coach. You know, and he was saying how just how pleased he was with, with Roby. And, you, I mean, it's like it was on cue, you know, after talking about it the other night. Uh, and then he came out and had a, such a big performance. And another guy we, we talked about a lot from that defensive backfield was Kyle Hogwood coming up and making a couple big plays on third and fourth down that really kept Spruce from – putting any points on the board and really making this a game. You know, both those guys, I think, play with very similar style. They're very fast. And, but but with their speed, they don't lose their intensity and lose their strength. And so I think that's two qualities that both those guys have is enormous strength. But you combine that with, with very nice speed and quickness, and that makes for uh, some defensive players that are very hard to reckon with. So looking ahead towards next week, man, that's when uh – that's when everything starts to, c- to come down for real. And that's Wiley East right back here at Citibank Stadium for district game number one. 
You know, Jaron, last year covering North 40 and calling their games, their first three non-district games, it was a lot of fun. They scored a lot. Their defense looked great. I mean, it, it really, if you just watched the game, you know, and just kind of looked at the scoreboards, you'd be like, man, that's identical. You know, they look just the same as they did last year. We, we feel like there's a different vibe about this team and a different culture and, you know, so many different things about this team than, than compared to last year. But when you look, at the end of the day, it's going to be results. It's got to be results. It can, we can talk about it all we want, but they've got to, at the end of the day, at the end of Friday night, the scoreboard's got to show us a, a different result than it did last year. And I remember being pretty excited about going into district last year, and it's the same feeling this year. Man, I just cannot wait for that first first snap against Wiley East on, on next on next, a week from today, because I just want to see where this team's really at when it when it when push comes to shove against those tough district opponents. Well, and I think this is really where we're going to see this philosophy and this discipline and this just mindset and culture that Coach Jackson and the staff has brought in. I think that's where you're going to see where that really separates. Um, itself and really uh, the stamp of that I think is really going to show uh, from next week on out. You know when uh, the opponents get a little tougher, and it's a really really tough district, just extremely tough district. And I think you're going to see North Forty maybe in some positions they haven't been in yet, but I think that's where you're going to see that culture and that mindset and that strength and, and that discipline and that unity uh, really come out and shine for this North Forty Falcon team. Well, speaking of next Friday, we will have you covered, of course, right here on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Kickoff is at 7.30. Pre-game starts at 7 o'clock. We'll be right back here at Citibank Stadium. Like I said, next week we'll have a live sideline reporter giving us some updates. We'll be able to talk to Coach Jackson uh, at halftime. But don't forget to come out and join us for the Soul Man's Barbecue Falcon Spirit Night uh, at 590 Pinson Roll. That's at Soul Man's Barbecue. Monday night from 6.30 to 8.30. All the players will be out there, will be out there, fans will be out there. Come and join us. Get some barbecue. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it helps get the players pumped up for, for the game on Friday, which will be huge with the starting being district. Uh, that's all we've got here from Citibank Stadium. I'm Wally. Thanks uh, again for Jaron for joining us uh, and having a great broadcast with us once again. And thanks to all of you out there listening in and, and uh, sticking with us and being patient through our – what well, if you want to call it a pregame show? But thanks for sticking through all that with us, and uh, we'll be we'll be looking forward to seeing you out on Monday night, and of course right back here next Friday night, starting at seven o'clock. Uh, thanks, and everybody have a safe drive home. Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio.